my vote, my throat wasn't ready for it, but I tried. <laughs> I can do a better job another day. Um, it's too early. It's too early and not enough whiskey yet, and it's only one thirty in the afternoon. Uh, we'll plug that in there. Um, all right. So this is the New Year's Day special. This is Three Dudes and Cold Brew's podcast, not presenting anything other than a fucking regular show. Happy New Year. Happy you, fucking you New fucking Year. You fucking sons of bitches. Scallywags. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's It's been a while. Technically, this is episode 92, but technically it's episode 93. But right now, we're going to call it episode 666 because we have a special guest. We're going to kick you off with a new year, with a new thing, with a new style. We're going to come in hot. We're coming in hot. I think he's listening to music on his end. <laughs> I, I think we had, because I told him, I said, you should listen to it on air, but we should, probably should have said that before we started recording. Um, all right, so... Uh, my name is Eddie Vegas. And I'm Steve, a.k.a. Fork Tongue. And I am Ray, other known as Dobby. And today, we're going to do a brand new thing we've never done on the show. We're going to do, uh, do an interview. And we're going to bring in uh, a, a special guest via the interwebs, the internet. Uh, we have a, a live stream thing here going on. We're recording for you guys. And uh, one of my best friends in the world. Um, and, in, and in his honor, God hates your walls! What's up, brother? How you doing? What's up? How you guys doing? Glad to be here. Glad to be back. Hell yeah, man. Uh, with you guys. Even though it's virtually, glad to have a virtual drink with you guys. Virtual brew, man. Absolutely. Happy special. New Year's. Pandemic Happy New special. Year's. Pandemic New Year special. This is technically 2021. The future. I almost... You know how hard it is to not say 2121 because we've been saying 2020 for so long? I, said, I caught myself saying that the other day, and I was like, you Everyone's going to go buck wild on New Year's Eve. It's going to go nuts. Yeah, yeah it's going to be real crazy. I'm sure crazy. I typed that a few times, 2121. Oh, I'm, I'm sure I already have. It's My brain's already <laughs> doing it. I'm, I'm already trying to figure out where I'm going to run into the water because I kind of want to do my own thing. So it's probably going to be somewhere around here. Uh, but we'll get into that in a minute. So what's cool about today is um, we've been talking about doing interviews for a while, and we've had guests on in the past and stuff, but with the, with the world the way it is, it's actually pretty easy to do things like Zoom or Facebook call or whatever. Um, and we finally decided to put our, I don't know, moronic brains together and our <laughs> lunatic brains together and try to utilize some of the technology that we have in front of us, which is cool. Um, but also, um, we've been wanting to do interviews with like musicians and um what, anybody we can, right? Concert promoters, to whatever. The best way to try this out is with one of our, one of my best friends, one of the longtime followers of the show and guests of the show, and still the highest rated guest of all time. That's how it's done. And it's going to be like that again because uh, you're a bad <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, so uh, explicit warning, uh, parental advisory on this episode for anybody that's listening to it. You've already heard a bunch of them. Expletive deleted. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'll probably swear my head off too. We're gonna, so hopefully uh, your book followers the most. But <coughs> here's what we're going to do. Uh, to give good brother Joe um, a little promotion on his uh, endeavors. He's a, he's a, well, how about this? For anybody that doesn't know who you are, give him a quick rundown of um, what you're doing and why uh, this interview is going to be special. Mm-hmm. And then we'll, uh, we'll just get into an actual interview. We're going to ask you some questions, have some fun, um, share a couple of drinks and laughs, and uh, just have a good time, man. So why don't you fill everybody in on what you do and why, uh, why you're fucking awesome. I'm just awesome. I don't need to tell. I don't need to give a big uh, description. No, I'm sorry. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I am literally not that cocky. Um, he should so be. So <laughs> as, <laughs> as um, Eddie and Ray and Steve know me, they know me as Joe or Joe or God Hates Joe Walsh, one of my, one of my longtime nicknames yep. as a Slayer fan. Um, in the writing community, I am known as J.C. Walsh. Um, and I have self-published two books. Um, the first one is a short novel called Death Highway. 
crazy ass Lovecraftian meets Fast and Furious, Mad Max type of and Phantasm type of shit. And then um, within the Abyss, my most recent release is um, a collection of five novellas. They're all Lovecraftian inspired, so they're pretty much my take on the Lovecraft, Lovecraftian horrors, Lovecraftian mythos, um, anywhere from Call of Cthulhu to Shagas to Dunwich Horror. So it's like you know uh, the goat, the goat of a thousand young, or goat of the wood. There's so many names of that one. So it's really my take on those uh, creatures in in, but within my own my own world and my own towns. Uh, of course, all in Rhode Island because. Why not? Born and raised. Give us some love. H.P. Lovecraft, you know, being uh, a Rhode Islander. So, uh, yeah, that's um, that's pretty much it, I think. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, and uh, I think the last time you were on the show, I don't even think your first book was out yet. Nope. Or it was coming out. You were, like, getting ready to, like, put it out. And then since then, it hasn't come out yet because we haven't had a chance to finish it. But we have a love, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a love letter to you. Um, we're doing a special. It ha- has never been announced, I don't think, but we are doing our own version of uh, uh, audio audio book for uh, for Joe's first book, um, and uh, it's the Three Dudes and Cold Brews podcast. I feel bad for whoever buys Love our audio book. Nobody's gonna buy. <laughs> we're not. Nobody's gonna have to buy it. Luckily, we're just gonna put it out. For I was gonna say you, you forgot to mention drunk audio book. Oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> we we very only drunk audiobook. very drunk. drunk audiobook we yeah. we yeah. only. We only re- the reason why it hasn't finished is because uh, we we only do it when we're hammered and like we haven't done night shows lately. We've been doing after <laughs> Gary hasn't been here either, and yeah. Gary hasn't been here. And we don't want to start it without. We did it with four people, so we pass the book around and we each read a certain amount of pages. Or th- and sometimes it's really good, and then sometimes it's it's not good. But <laughs> and we're not gonna edit it one day. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't expect you to. No, it's it's actually a lot of fun, and I I can't wait. To, we got to finish it soon. Yeah, and I, I would like to finish it, put it up so that way you can listen to it, Joe, and mm-hmm. give us your feedback on it. We were we were gonna try to pull together a a, a clip to show you, but we're, well, I'll have to just send it to you uh, later on. But um, we're we're not that good yet. We're we're still trying to figure out the the navigating of uh, how to listen to everybody. But so far we're we're pretty good. You can hear us and we can hear you fine, which is great. Um, Doing great. Yeah. So um, I don't know if anybody has any specific books, but I figured I I kick it off. Uh, not books, but uh, questions. So I wrote some questions down, and I think these guys did too for you. Um, okay. We're gonna kind of just guide it, guide it along. I, I really would like to shine some light on your new book, and you know we'll even probably touch a little bit on your first book, but. Um, I'd really like to give you some promotion on this new one, considering it dropped uh, not too long ago. So we'll even kick it off on, on the basic stuff. So as you mentioned, uh, it's called Within the Abyss. Um, I do know that it's five uh, five short stories. Um, and uh, when did it when did it drop? When did it actually? When was it released? The ebook came out October twenty eighth, and then the paperback came out. I think a week before Thanksgiving. Okay. I need to order one. The only reason why I haven't it is because I wanted to do this first. And then, like, I should have probably ordered it first, but I'm mental and crazy. But I wanted to ask <laughs> no you questions no about worries. it first. Um, which I'll be, you'll be looking for that. Now, when you order it off of Amazon paperback wise, uh, does it come from you or does it come from a distributor? It, um, I mean, it comes from them, but it, it, it pretty much all goes like, way amazon works it out it's like you know they work out royalties and whatnot and all the all the money goes to me after the you know printing price and then and then in the percentage from them so yeah it all also that's how you do it that's what you mean by that question well yeah so because i know i looked it up yesterday on amazon to see because i know you Mm -hmm. can get the kindle version and uh, the Mm -hmm. the paperback from there yeah um 
But so when you self-publish uh, a book like that, is it is that a program that Amazon has? You send them the book, they they publish it for yep. you. How does that work? Yep. Give us a little idea on that. It's pretty much um like with eBooks, it's pretty much as long as you follow their guidelines, you and you upload it, and then you set the price and all that. You do your description. You're pretty much doing all the work a normal publisher would do. Okay. They just help you get it out there and, and kind of like, you know, like you have a platform to use to, so people can buy it from. Um, and then with a the paperback, that's a little more work because you got to make sure the um, the cover is on point mm -hmm. to their guidelines, the inside's on point, which I kept – one of the reasons it was running late between October and November, I kept screwing up on the inside text. I, I was definitely having a moment, but hey, we all had a moment this year. So, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, and then uh, – and then once you do that, you just you can order author copies. You can order um, um, proof copies. Make sure it looks good. So and then you just you just pay the printing costs. And then you know if you order from Amazon, they pay that price, and I get more from that. Whatever the percentage they they take out of it. And then if I and then if I order a bunch, then I sell my own price. You know I just pay their printing costs, and then I do whatever I want with it. Gotcha. Afterwards, like you know, book signings or like that virtual that virtual uh, book signing I did just recently, get everybody involved. I was a part you of know, that. Get the word up. Yes, you that. were. Yep. And then, um, and then you know, um, I just drew a blank. So yeah, that's pretty much that's, that's that's the gist of it. Yeah. That's still cool though. I didn't even realize that they had a, a system like that that you could just. Mm. Yeah, I heard about it a while. It's it's similar. There's a there's a place uh, when I was doing music that did CDs the same way. You just kind of oh, wow. sent them music. They would prepackage it with the the CD inlay and all that. You would set the price. They would take a percentage, and you could order like if you wanted to order like 200 CDs, you could get them at like a discounted price, like okay. say two three dollars cool. a piece, yeah, and then yeah. sell them for ten or whatever. It's, it's a similar idea to our, my shirts. The shirt, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, same, my shirt. same kind of thing. Yep, it's just a it's like a printing company. Which I gotta, I might do something else with that too. But uh, we have some new shirts out, so go check those out. Yes, too. new logo with this show. New logo with this show. It's gonna air uh, officially with this show. So your your show, Joe, is gonna be where everybody gets to see our black metal. Yes. Uh, design. For the first yeah, design so sick. It's it's pretty dope. I run everything. By the way, I literally run everything by Joe. Uh, spoiler alert for people. I run everything by him. I send everything to him. He was the one when we did episode one. I sent it to him first before yeah. we even aired it, and I said, "Hey, give me listen to this. Give me a rundown. What do you think? Yeah. What what should we do different?" Um, and it's been like that ever since. Uh, he's a creative mind, and I've always appreciated that. And we've been friends for oh, we know, I mean, we didn't say that earlier, but we said it on your first show um, that uh, we've been friends for Jesus twenty six years now. So going on thirty years almost that we and you have been friends, which is what was I literally almost just got choked up there for twenty five, twenty six years. You're right. Yep. Yeah, yep. I was ten when I met you, so I'm thirty six now, which doesn't make any sense if you can see the lighting isn't great it's doing me wonders but yo your boy's got some got some uh platinum in his beard now <laughs> so, we ain't gonna say white bro we want we want to say that high and shit <laughs> so, um i have a bunch of questions too but i figured i'll kick it over to steve or ray whoever you guys we're gonna ask you a bunch of questions but i didn't i didn't really write any questions but um i'm i'm just gonna go off your answers and other questions people are asking you as far as lovecraft goes um did you become a fan of his by discovering his stories first or did you look into him uh because you were living in rhode island and found out he was from rhode island first i heard question. about him through high school and i heard he was you know and i heard he was very um and then i heard some of his belief systems a little controversial and, so, and then a lot of his you know some of the things he <laughs> believed in were in his stories and i you know i mean i, I always find fascination with shock st stuff 
But the older I got, the more I want to read and, and check out things that are like, holy crap, what is going on with this? And then I discovered, and then because of that, I discovered a lot about um, Lovecraft and his work. I really started enjoying his work. It's hard to read sometimes because, you know, I mean, it's 1920s. Old. Yeah. I mean, geez. The wording. It's like, uh, it's like Edgar Allan Poe or any of those yeah. things. Some, some like, you, yeah. you get what they're going for, but it is tough sometimes because the translation's I, weird. It's funny. I, I um, Speaking of Edgar Allan Poe, you can see his influence, his influences. Um, from reading Edgar Allan Poe and his earlier work, like Rats in the Walls, which I never even talk about with anybody, which is not in the Cthulhu mythos. Rats in the Walls is very Poe, um, and I think it's great. One uh, well, of my favorites, actually. Um, Stephen King's 1922, I believe, is a little bit inspired by that. Um, oh. And then, um, what was the other one? Pickman's Model, I read. And that started to have a little more of the creatures, and and I think there's a little more. I think he started, I st- he started bleeding more into that, that towards his mythos i think i'm not this is by my own observation this is not from research this part and then i end up discovering his um his mythos like dunridge horror which is one of my favorites i read that like three or four times and um and then just it just took a took off from there and then you know i kind of stopped reading them because it just it was hard to it i find them easier the way my head is now it's easier to read now than then while i was in my teens right so but then like i don't know something with like finding out other authors inspired by his work uh, stephen king's the mist or um brian Keane's earthworm gods and then once i started reading authors that were more inspired by him i went back to those stories i went back to call cthulhu went back to dunwich again and dagon and uh innsmouth and started falling in love with them even if they were hard to read i just wanted to absorb and this. His, his influence even goes like way deep into metal too. There's tons of metal bands oh, that are yeah. completely Lovecraftian based. Dude, as big as big as Metallica, like uh, yeah. songs about Lovecraft yeah. stuff. So Cthulhu yep. and you know all that shit. Um, speaking of that, actually, that's that leads into some of the stuff uh, I did have written down. With um, do you have a specific favorite Lovecraft story that you that like you really lean towards, or is it just like you just love all of his uh, stuff material as a whole? <laughs> I still want to read more of his stuff, but Dunwich is definitely a favorite, which is funny. They don't really show the creature, which I hate that. But then, like, the way he did it and the way he does a lot of his stuff, he leaves – what works with his writing to me, he leaves a lot to the imagination. Yeah, yeah. So then it becomes a feeling, and every time you talk to any horror writer, they always talk about that feeling of dread when it comes to Lovecraft or cosmic horror that predates him or posts Lovecraft. There's always that feeling of that dread, mm-hmm. and I think he conjures up those emotions very well. And the, and then and part of that is because of his um some some of the things he was as a person. I think is really bled into his work. So you feel that whatever he's afraid of a people or religion or whatever, it was it was there. Um, Call Cthulhu. Cthulhu is my favorite creature ever, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. I love. I, I love tentacles before <laughs> reading Lovecraft, so I think that obsession just grew. He's got more, a, so his his right arm is a sleeve of uh, essentially Cthulhu, isn't it? Or is it yeah, just right a... in the inner biceps, Cthulhu, and his tentacles going over the thing. There's demon heads. There's uh, yeah. skulls. There's a uh, Joe's, there's all, a Joe's arm is all like tentacles and shit. So it's it's pretty dope. The left arm's gonna have more tentacles. I'm gonna do it. Now, uh, question when, when out of left field. Pandemic, what's up? I got a question out of left field. Are there any authors that you would recommend? that aren't like the mainstream like uh Stephen King or uh you know that oh, you would want to give a shout out to there's that's a great question um of course like the guys i i um i am part of the you know the that I'm friends with um Amon Rosamilia and Chuck Buddha, Tim Meyer and Frank Eller those four guys i i you know i do the signs with them so they're more 
they're they're a mixture of like that self-published underground but they also get out there like it's not mainstream but it's definitely out in a small press and yeah. um it's like supporting underground um, music it's the same yeah. thing you guys have like a same click, thing yeah. exactly so um yeah. You guys do the so, Beers for Fears or whatever that's called, right? Every Halloween? Yeah, Beers for Fears, yep, yep. yep. Um, so, and they got they do books now based on, like, beer and horror. So they have the two books and that. They all write together. They're, those are really cool. Um, so there, there's, a, there's a lot. I mean, like, I mean you, you bring up <clears throat> a lot of the – I mean, obviously, I follow you on everything because we're friends, and uh, I would follow you anyways because I love you so much, buddy. Um, <laughs> but I, I noticed that you put up um, – you post about something with that dude Armand. All the, is Armand his first name? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you you do an uh, Mondo's method or something along those lines when you write a lot, right? Or is, he, the horse sprints. Yep. Yeah, isn't he like a, like a mentor to you or something kind of too? Yeah, he uh, he um, became a mentor like I think somewhere near the end of 2017. Okay, that's pretty cool. So we have, we have, we have phone calls like every other week or something like that, and like. Um, or around time. Sometimes once a month, depending on when we're, we're busy and stuff like that. And then yeah. just, you know, talk about the writing process, but it's also talking to him. It's like talking to you guys and talk yeah. music, talk, talk all kinds of stuff. Cause I'm not, I'm not someone who likes to drill people with questions constantly around making a conversation and make it, you know, you know, like, uh, and they're very big about that. They'd rather have it more organic than just constantly feel like you're out. forcing these things out yeah. people, you know? Yeah, so yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yep. That's it's awesome. Very cool. Uh, here's a quick question for you. So I've known you, I've known you a really, really long time, right? So obviously, we already just went over that over two decades, almost three now. Um, I, and I, I know, I rem- like, I remember you getting into metal. Like, I remember hearing Pantera's uh, "Far Be No, not Far Beyond Driven," Great Southern, Southern Tremkill for the first time because of Joe Walsh, by the way. And I, I didn't like it when he first brought it over. It was like a little too heavy for me. I was real big into like Marilyn Manson and Corn and all that shit back then. But when he brought that over, like, I liked some like Morbid Angel, but like Morbid mm-hmm. Angel and fucking sandblasted skin from Pantera, like not the same thing like it's an entirely different element you know um so i know that you're a longtime music fan which we're going to touch on again in a little while uh but here's a question for you because this i actually don't know what when did you decide to start writing like what made you decide to start doing that my earliest memory is was it fourth grade oh wow and because I used to draw a lot. I think I wrote when I was a kid. I have to, I have to like check my parents that one. That I can't go far. I you've always read, had a really good. Uh, you've always had a really had, good imagination. So I, I can very back creative. Up on that. Yeah, you yeah, always had a lot. Creative. Yeah. So they had this fourth and fifth grade was this young author, like, uh, we call it. Oh my god, I can't remember. A young author book thing. Or they have like um these blank little mini hardcover books. Oh, wow. And like I have like maybe 20 pages inside. You could draw on the outside, write a little story, and draw or whatnot. And then uh, being, uh, I was a big vampire fan as a kid. Like a lot of the old school satanic rites of Dracula, uh, old school Dracula. Anything like Christopher Lee, pretty much. And I, I watched as a kid at my grandparents' house. You know, TNT Monster Vision. And so shout out to you. Turtle- I love What's you. up? I love your grandfather, your grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, and then being a fan of Ninja Turtles, I mixed up a mutant vampire story when I was a kid. It was really silly, and I got me fun of cool. but I don't give a shit. But like, <laughs> we all got picked up yeah, growing uh, up, dude. I think that's what yeah. we're friends. <laughs> so I think that started it, and I just kept going and going. I just enjoy the creativity. I didn't get – I tried to get serious and did schooling, but then, like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you've, you've, you've all been through – you've seen 
you know, we grew up know, together, so I, I know we a grew lot. Up together, so you see some things like I got distra- yeah. I, I was easily distracted by a lot, a lot of things. Like it was hard to focus for me. Uh, but I kept I kept at it. We a lot of times I went to your parties, your house. I always talked to you. We, we, we both uh, we both fought off many a demons growing up together. So we've we've we go back yeah, a long 20- way. Oh, the twenties are crazy, yep, dude. Yep. Uh, twenties oh, were nuts. 20s when we were teens, nuts. we would we would have these crazy. We would like you know sleep over each other's house, but we would stay up like. Oh, even make, before, yeah, yeah, teens, Jesus. Yep. I remember like we would sleep over my house and uh, we would make a pot of coffee. And when when you're like thirteen, drinking a pot of coffee, <laughs> this guy would put like like five cups of sugar in and a, a cup of coffee and be off the God, wall. We'd I stay up all night. Now I can never do that. Me again, too. Man. I can't drink anything. Uh, it's black coffee now. But it's just funny how like you know back then we would sit up and like play you know play like card games and like listen to metal mm-hmm. all night long listen you know drinking black coffee so it's the creative has always been there for both of us like i was always getting into like writing music and stuff and i i knew you were into art and stuff but i didn't really know so much about the writing half because it wasn't really my thing so i we never really talked about it because it was all yeah you know you steer you stick with what you know especially when you're younger yeah i know music so I, that's kind of where me and you always <clears throat> second horror like i was always a big movie fan and a horror fan so that was always an easy topic for us too but the the book thing just never really caught on with me um, so I've always wondered that. That's interesting you know, that it goes back that far. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then you know, like even though I tried being serious, in my twenties, it, it kept going on and off. And then I barely wrote during a time of you know those four years. I was a bouncer because you know I probably, <laughs> I, probably, I, probably I probably worked three jobs. I, mean, I tried. I wrote yeah. in the parking lot my first year. I, I, I gave it a shot. It was still on and off. And then once we moved to Jersey. I tried getting back into it more. I was doing Bloodborne magazine for like a year, and then I was like, I could get back to the to the fiction writing. And then oh, speaking of that, give that a quick shout out. I don't know if we talked about the last time, but Bloodborne. A, um, yeah, you had a, he had a, he had his own magazine. Go ahead, talk about that. Real when quick. I got stressed out about fiction writing, and, and then uh, what happened? I met my buddy Matt Malloy, uh, horror decor. Yeah, horror decor on uh, Instagram and anything else yep. you can buy yep. stuff. It's it's great stuff. It's dope. Yep, he's from West Warwick. He's an awesome dude. Awesome guy. Yeah, he and his wife are awesome. And then, yep. like, um, I met him when I worked at Scary Acres at the Haunted Attraction. Oh, Ray worked there at one point. Yep. I worked right yeah, there with Joe. Did. I remember that. I, yep. I didn't even know he was there until yep. he popped out of the corner. Like, what the fuck are you doing here? And, like, uh, that was really funny. Ray was one of the and, best uh, horror clowns you'll ever yeah. see. Yeah, he was no, great. No, no affiliation with the Juggalos. But no, he was, no. He would show up at my no. house. We would all, like, we would all be partying. And Ray would just start knocking on my window and scaring all the fucking girls in my house. And shit. It was awesome. And as I, I met Matt through that, and then and then I learned about conventions because of him. I went to Rocket Shock to give him support. Hard Deco was first, um, I believe that was the first convention was Rocket Shock 2007. Wow. That's so, um, and then, you know, he knew I was writing. Uh, he knew I was struggling, and he was like, hey, want to write some reviews with me? He had a thing on MySpace, feeling old, uh, called yeah. horror, horror Reviews. So I wrote reviews with him there, then jumped into Scars Magazine for a couple of years. Um... When things st- didn't go well with that, you know, being um, him uh, started our own with Bloodborne about a year or two after that, and then, hey, you know, again, another 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 example of like getting stuck with like work and your life. Like we could have, we we yeah. had such a great build up, and then I couldn't like I couldn't <clears throat> on my end I couldn't balance it the way I could. So I, you know, but it was, but I'm gonna, I'm I plan. I don't want to say too much, but I do plan on. I tried bringing it back this year, but again, like because this of the way this crazy. year was. Yeah. I couldn't even focus on writing. I didn't get out of my head until like, and you know, we meet you text all the time. I didn't get out of my head until like late August, early September, and then then just like 
I didn't focus on what 2020 was. I just kept going and getting back to the writing. You yeah, know? So, even though this year was crazy and we were all stuck at home, for some reason it was extra hard to focus on fun things because there were so many outside ancillary things that were taking away from your creativity, right? Like mm-hmm. you had worries and other things going on, which we're not going to get into that because everybody knows 2020 You just said sucks. ancillary. Nice yeah. word. It's almost like I'm smart sometimes, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like I was born to talk. Who would have thought, right? It's, it's, the weird, it's the fucking weirdest thing. Although I have taken many a cues, even though I do speak fast, and it's funny because Joe can keep up with me when, when I talk like that. But one, I remember the very first, I think I've talked about this in the podcast, we did the first show, and me and Steve didn't really know each other that well. Like We knew each other, but we never hung out before. And we do the first episode, it was real weird, and if you go back and listen to it, it's, it's kind of awkward because the way we had it set up. But we gave each other notes or whatever, and Steve's note was like, bro, you don't fucking breathe between <laughs> words. <laughs> I just started laughing. I'm like, I'm like, hey, I'll sell you a fuck, a, a, the hell out of a car. Though. So, like, <laughs> so That's how I sell so many back then. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so where the hell was I going to go with that? I was going to go, oh, when, if you end up doing anything with that, let me know. Me and you had a side that we were going to try to start mm-hmm. like a second podcast thing just for fun. And I still want to do that. But like you said, it's just it was hard to get out of your own head and it's hard to be creative. It's hard. And... You, you try to be optimistic, but then like, tough, a lot of my old insecurities came back yep. because of it. And I got sucked into that introvert. I wasn't for a while. So, yeah, yeah it was. That's where was, I am right now. It's I'm yeah. I'm uh, I'm an introvert stuck in an extrovert's mouth. Yep. Like I don't know how else to say it. Like I, I I'm I don't want to. I'm not afraid of going and seeing people because of this. I'm not afraid of the virus or anything. I am afraid of the social interaction. I don't know what to say to people because I haven't talked mm. to anybody. So I literally, outside of you and these guys, I haven't talked to anybody. So like people yeah. will text me and I'm like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. I, I'm stuck yeah. in my house in an office and I stare at my neighbor like uses smoker all day. Like I am jealous that I can't smoke brisket all day. I'm stuck in this with you. That dude is always using that. Every always. time we're outside. Every time we're outside. <laughs> that's the him. Yeah, motherfucker. And you know, and that's why. That's why I always try to like just keep talking about more metal and more horror and and, and like the fun stuff. And and channel all this bullshit into something else instead of just focusing on it. You know. So that's why this is. We'll, we'll trust me. Once we figure out how to actually share music, which we're gonna work on. We're gonna get you back on a couple times this year, so we can do yeah, this because be it's fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd definitely love to do the. Yeah, uh, we're, we're gonna do that. Too. Uh, when you when you start doing any kind of a, if you start doing any kind of an article or magazine, let us know because I know Steve can do reviews really well. His, mm-hmm. He's he's a phenomenal writer. I always wanted Very to cool. do uh, like an underground metal zine, but I just I don't have the. I'd With, have to get other people involved. The and, way I knew that you were into metal, like I kind of always would see you post things, but you jumped on a Rick's thing at one point and were writing reviews on that, and they were yeah. fucking phenomenal. Oh, that's cool. So I, I, he pretty much took over heavy metal text. Him and him and Mike Jakes at, at one point, and they weren't even yeah. didn't even realize that you two were on it together. Yeah, but we'd all you know we would love to do some kind of a segment, some kind of a mashup together because we mm-hmm. all you know me I watch all kinds of horror movies, so I would love to do that. And Dobby's just a fucking he's, he's uh, put it on and I'll watch it. And unless yeah, it's Strangers by the Lake. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever have you ever seen? <laughs> No, I have not. You gotta. We gotta get Joe yeah. to watch *Strangers by the Lake*. It's a horror movie from France. It's Friday the Thirteenth, right? Friday the Thirteenth, Part Nine. Yeah, yeah. Friday the Thirteenth, Part Nine. <laughs> really? No, I well, put that down. it's it's an interesting. That, I don't think that episode ever came out. Right? Movies Probably. out of control. Inside, yeah. I remember seeing Inside. Inside's wild. So here's the deal. I'm not. You should watch it if you've never heard of it. It's it's won awards. I like it because I can. Yeah. I'm I'm into like artsy things. I like all the A24 yeah. movies and all that shit. Which I, I want to go back to movies. We're going to do some movie talking a little bit too. Yeah. Um, but Strangers, Stranger by the Lake is a French movie. It's a horror movie. It won awards. I love it. 
<laughs> I had these guys try to watch it. Ray Ray wanted no part of it, and you'll you'll probably figure out why. One night we got a little dobbied up and uh, on the podcast. Oh my god! And we were we were we got a little extra dobby that night. And mysteriously, Strangers by the Lake ended up on his TV, and Ray was cooking. Uh, well, Dobby was cooking some stuff in the air fry. He didn't notice. So all of a sudden we were watching it, and he's like, "What the fuck movie is this?" We're like, "Oh, isn't this the new uh, the French uh, Friday the Thirteenth? This is Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight, right?" And it just became this thing, and he was sitting there watching it the whole time, thinking that it was like a foreign Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight, <laughs> like, and it's nothing to do with any of that. That's what. Yeah. It, but, well, you'll just gotta watch it and then report back to me what you think of that. Yeah, movie. you'll know right. when when Ray realizes that it's not Friday the Thirteenth. You will know the scene. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple. There's a couple of those scenes. <laughs> it's it's an interesting. You might not want to watch it with Colleen. Yeah, you might Actually, not. No, no, watch I, it. With I, I watched it with Kristen. <laughs> That's how I saw it. It's not one you want to watch with her. Put it that way. Or maybe you do. I don't know. But we'll, we'll, that's never that for now. Um, we'll we'll put a pin in that one. Um, here's uh, I don't know about anybody else. Here's a couple. Another quick question as far as writing and how uh, how you your writing process. What do you use for your motivation to write? How do you come up with your stories? What do you do you use personal experience? Like, what do you what do you try to build off of? Um, I don't. When I did Death Highway, I didn't want to go too personal, and I definitely didn't want to copy any tropes. I want to go my own way. But I and then when I um, think of the concept of what Death Highway is, I think it's a big time metaphor of like being stuck. Just being stuck. Actually, I don't even need to go any further than that. Just being yeah. stuck because the whole thing is about a alternate dimension yep. that that feeds off who you were and who you are and then and, and it's about alternate dimensions and multiverses colliding pretty much and then so you think about that it's, it's in some way it's almost like people getting stuck on well what could my life could have been or we'll do all these decisions or or am i doing the right thing am i living the right life you know and, and people just you know we all naturally do it i mean you know like it's just it's uh I, i'm definitely happy with my direction but there's still like i think it just bled into older older insecurities and and it became something like it it became its own thing you know it's like very pulpy and very fast-paced action uh with within the abyss oh man that that throws a lot of different um stuff um some of its observation heritage is very much in that sphere of i don't care who anybody is everybody has it you have that part of you that's proud of your genes and you have that part of you that's afraid of not maybe any genes, but certain influences. Yeah, yeah. It could yeah. be like it could be like it could be anything from health. It could be anything from environment to influences from like, well, if I have racist parents, will I become that way? Or will my pride be the end of me because of of prideful people? You know, it's, it yeah, yeah. it plays off that. Or mental health. Thing. I mean, you know, alcoholism it, it, it to little, it, yeah, psychosis to you know, there's a lot of things like that 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 can be transferred yeah. with genes. You know, and there's no you and can't stop it. Yeah, and it's very it's very Lovecraftian because he was the same way. He had, mm-hmm. I believe, both his parents were in, institutionalized. Okay. So, and I mean, if you read about him, you already know he wasn't mentally right anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you guy, read his stories, yeah. He's he's not all there, unfortunately. So, like, uh, so it it it's, it's very. So I, I I threw that in there. Um, Jessica's infidelity. You know my. You know what? <laughs> Tell us the five. What are the five stories in the within the abyss? What are the because right, it's five stories right now, guys. Yeah, so switch over to the tell, first one. Tell us the tell us the five. Give us a run run off synopsis and what's your favorite one? So heritage. You know, I got one of the books with me right here. So heritage. I'll just read off the little uh, little things yeah, for you guys. Um, description. So heritage is two brothers on different paths comes come face to face with a dark secret buried deep in the earth. 
and its tainted roots connected to the family's past. So that one does go a little personal. I don't want to go, you know, I don't want to go too deep in that yet. Yeah. But, you know, there is that, and we all seen it within our friends. We've seen it, seen it with other family. We've seen the fear of alcoholism is the other thing. Mm-hmm. Inheriting alcoholism is a big fear in with people when they have that type of thing in their life, that type of abuse and whatnot. So, and I also threw some bouncer stories in there, too. It's the main I, I got to read it. Yeah, so. I definitely got to read it, though, because yeah. I'm sure I'll, so, I'll pick up right where they come from. And there is some... And there's like second, there's like secondary plots that play off like some shit we've seen there. Okay. Especially with like you know like, you know I you know, yeah especially with some way some people just acting it no matter what I don't you know again yeah. you have to no spoiler alerts but check yeah, that one out too it's much. gonna be personal. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So I actually threw a couple of scenes like uh, the guy I kicked out during St. Patrick's Day, my last St. Patrick's Day. I, that's in there actually. It's just it's not it's not a bar off the water. It's a bar in the woods instead. I got you. So, um, the next one's called Pages of the Abomination. So that one is a, a struggling writer gets a new desk that he do, that he hopes will boost his creativity. I am sorry, I'm screwing up my words. You're good. And you read better than we do. True, well, of one day becoming a full-time author, but things soon soon turn dark when the entity that is attached to the desk has a different plan. So that one plays off of um, my problems in my job at um, when I was in the mailroom. Again, I don't want to say the place I was at. Yep. So I left there because it was very toxic. <clears throat> Excuse me. And what when I worked a part time job and took less hours, I started that's where I started writing more, so I started getting more into the Lovecrafty. And this this is one of the first stories that started that kind of started that whole this whole thing actually. And that's personal because it is about a guy trying to write. It is about a guy trying to see if he can live off his creativity and make sure his stresses don't fall upon his girlfriend who just knew newly moved into <laughs> yeah and and there's a thing attached to this new desk you bought so like uh so that was really cool um that was that was and it's great because all these stories have been over over the years so they evolved so differently since then you know jessica's infidelity <laughs> when a young man suspects his girlfriend is cheating he becomes obsessed with finding out the truth what he reveals is something much more sinister been a relationship going bad. Interesting. Eddie knows my uh, my crazy relationships back in the day. I've uh, I've been through one or two of them <laughs> myself <laughs> so, and with you. So were, yeah. There was restraining orders. There was I had I I've been verbally, mentally, uh, physically abused by like I think three different relationships. <laughs> it's a good time. Uh, one of them did involve suspect suspicion of infidelity. So I got this idea right when my now wife and I were dating and it just popped in my head one time and it was the, the most disturbing scene because I was reading a live stream horror too at the time and so it was one of the most ex- extreme scenes and then I played off that over the years I ex- extended it more because when I the, the story originally ended at that scene how I built up to it and then when um when I went to Toronto for a writers convention um and did an editing class the one of the guys I worked with, he's the one who, who I learned the, the term Lovecraftian from. He read Jessica's Infidelity. He's like, holy cow, this sounds very Lovecraftian. I didn't, I, I know Lovecraft, but I didn't know that term. Right, right. I didn't purposely do that. It just, it's it, like it's, it's one thing. Yeah. It just, it just, it just like that influence is bled right into this work. I, I was gotcha. going for a more extreme creature story, it, and, and, and there's so much different layers to it. So then with Pages of the Abomination and Jessica's Infidelity, those two alone really. Jump started this collection. Gotcha. Uh, Twelve years ago, 
really. So, um, the last stop, that's the fourth story. Ever since a psychiatric, it's like, yeah, thank you. Every time You're good. New, pa- new patient <laughs> has arrived, she is haunted by terrible nightmares. She soon learns that her patient may have the answers to what they mean and how they connect to the crumbling walls of her reality. Um, this one does not play with his mythos as much as the other. This one's more connected to the Red Plain okay. mythos that Death Highway is. That's cool. So you kind of interweave and, and the two stories. Yeah, so I'm I'm into re- yeah, so I build my own I have my own world building. That's awesome. Um, there is a creature entity that is in Death Highway that is in this story. I'm not gonna say anymore. Is it Randy? <laughs> <laughs> no, that that is, <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. I can't I cannot wait to hear that. <laughs> oh, you're gonna. Oh my God, Steve. What what, so, what was his name again? Randy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome so and i'm trying to the dragons out so i'm, I'm trying to no, go you're, you're good man you're good so with last stop that that the only thing that's close to lovecraftian is the tone and then the uh the patient's name is pikmin from pikmin's model okay so i i borrow that the rest is like the red dimension the red plane all kinds of creatures from that the uh, the alternate dimension mind inducing crazy shit that happens within that um world that i i enjoy writing in and i'm still working in um and then the last one, the newest one that I came up with two years ago, Son of the Great and Terrible Sea. Um, a tormented man writes a letter to his unborn child about the unsettling events that have occurred over the past few weeks and a being that beckons to him from the unforgiven sea. I wonder what that being is. Um, I, I, I have a weird feeling. I have a, uh, I, I can uh, spoiler alert that one. But I'm, I'm, I'd be interested to hear your take on that, though. So that's cool. I love writing that one because that's one of my first – they all have a slow burn, but yep. this one definitely is the slowest burn build-up that i've ever done it's like it's a shorter story too so but um my ultimate favorite is definitely jessica's infidelity because the most personal that's most most personal all of them um most vicious because it continues that stream horror you know i toned it down the best i could i was like well this is just how the story is it's it's crazy um and it's when i learned that term lovecraftian so that it really it's second favorite page of the abomination because it played, you know, they both, both those stories, like I said before, started me on this journey. And this was supposed to be my first release. It didn't oh, wow. happen, obviously. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be yeah. the other way around. I got you. That's pretty cool. That's, I, I got to grab this. I'm interested. I'm, I'm better at short stories reading them. So that mm-hmm. gets my attention better. So I, I got to pick this up and uh, give, give you a little review on it when I have a chance to read it. So that'll be cool. I, and I got, uh, I got a couple of left so of, of, from the previous signing. So. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon about it because I'd rather buy it from you so at least you get. we'll do like a Venmo or something. We'll figure something mm-hmm. out, but I'll, I'll get you. Plus, I always like mm-hmm. your handwritten notes. We'll see if there's any grammatical errors in it. This time. Yeah, let me sure I spell. Oh my god, I couldn't believe that. I you think are... you, I think you spelled your own something, something like your own name wrong or something. something. No, no, <laughs> it, was, it was actually I wrote because they're supposed to say your in your. That's in, what I was in yeah. the sentence. I, I laughed. Oh, I said somebody. Oh, I, I put god. a. I took a picture and put it on Facebook, and somebody pointed that out because I didn't notice. And I, I was like, hey, not for nothing, three times, man. Four times. I was like, listen. Writers don't necessarily have to be like perfect. That's what an editing process is for. I'm like it doesn't matter. I'm like, who gives a shit? You know, but uh is what it is. I thought that was funny. Uh, I have a couple questions yeah, actually. Steve, go ahead, Steve. Um is there a character that you've come up with where you're like, Man, I could really write deeper into this character and have it carry over into other stories and have a backstory and second question being, um, is there something you wrote when you were a kid that you're like Man, as a as a more experienced writer now, I could flesh that out, and that's a great story. 
and this I want to do that in the future. That is good. good uh, so from this collection, Heritage is very similar and pulpy to how Death Highway is. Um, I would love to extend more on that, this carriages because the way it plays out, it can extend. Um, I think it did it on purpose. So, like, the carriages that do survive do have a story in it. Uh, I'm sorry, a, a much um, further story about them, to, of the story that the characters do survive. The one that supposedly didn't, and when you read it, you see, it plays off of, like, well, what happens if we leave this world? Where are we going to the next world? Mm-hmm. And so I have a lot of ideas for him. I have ideas for for a prequel. I might play off, but I don't know yet because I want. There's a lot I want to flesh out more of the story. Did, I did you say that's the one that videos. connects to uh, Death Highway? Is that the one that is the like? The same no, world? that's last stop. Okay, that's last stop that connects. Um, the 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 entity in last stop. You see him in two other in a couple more stories. I have a short novel idea with him that that's been brewing for years. So you will see him. You see that thing. Um, so I asked these two stories that will have some kind of expansion prequel to them. So um, I, the, 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 I, there's a part of me that sees um, Jody in Heritage popping up with Randy at some point, and that, that's on Randy. <laughs> so um, to your second question, we should do a shot every time that comes up. Yeah. <laughs> you will not survive. No, we won't. <laughs> Trust me, we 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 pretty much played that game when we wrote your book. <laughs> <laughs> it, did, it didn't treat us well. No. I need more water. Um, <laughs> excuse me. My, my voice is like ragged today. So to Steve's second question, and maybe Ed remembers this, maybe he doesn't, and I still have the first 100 pages. I started a novel when I was 15 called Harvest of the Scarecrows. I do remember that. I, I do remember that because, yeah, you asked me if uh, you asked me back then if you could use my some of my personal, like, stuff going on in my life oh my god and i use all names uh the shoddy yeah. brothers are in there and yeah. um they get destroyed i am so sorry no nah, hey, that's awesome i think they fucking love it <laughs> like it is a slasher gore fest i love yeah everybody's in there like, danny's in that and... everybody's in that right like all, mm-hmm. the, all the all the crew and i stopped and I, was do- and I stopped that because i was going to graphic design school so um that's right i, I remember you and... doing that too holy shit I would love to bring that back. It will be so much different now because I do have, like, more of a supernatural – well, I mean, that was kind of supernatural, but I have a more of a demonic concept to the Scarecrows because there's so many – and there's even more Scarecrow movies out now. I mean, I, I have three that I like that in, inspired that. It was Scarecrows and Night of the Scarecrow and Dark Knight, which I've never seen it. I just know of it. So, you know, they, they played heavily into that. So it was a lot of fun, and I'm happy I still have it. And I typed that sucker on an old, like, brother – Typewriter Brother. with the screen, <laughs> with us with the, with the yellow with the too. yellow screen. Oh, so yeah. you type it on the screen and you hit print. You got inserts of paper and print it by itself. Oh yeah, it's right, wild. Yeah. That's the one that had like the th- the fucking the 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 rings on the side or that you like tear off. Is that, is that one of those style? No, you know what I'm talking one. about. It would like you like fed itself. Yeah, and they were all connected like perforated. What about you, Ray? Anything coming up in the arena? Uh, yeah, I was basically going to ask you uh, what you've been listening to because I know you've talked about it. Uh, people mentioning stuff, mentioning uh, music influences to write to. Uh, yeah. So what he's saying is, is uh, what do you use as like motivation to write to? Do you use like horror score? Do you use stuff like that? And do you listen to stuff while you're writing, or do you need like peace and quiet? Ninety. No, not ninety-five. Ninety-nine percent of the time, <laughs> I'm listening to something while I'm writing. I need, I need, because like being a big music fan, it, music to me since I was a kid has been the form of escapism. 
and then so I can like daydream and, and get sucked into the song and when it was from like listening to Michael Jackson all the way to now Cannibal Corpse um so I like I really enjoy writing to music um heavy metal plays a huge soundtrack to a lot of the storytelling depending if it's hardcore depending if it's black metal depending on the you know if, if I need more atmosphere then I'll go black metal even like a lot of the newer creative fields is very gothic and atmospheric yeah. for for a lot of like within the biz was like that actually I, I want more atmosphere so I listen that often um and then and then if I need if it's a, a lot of action it'll go to like a lot of the, the hardcore stuff the um um, so will you listen to something stuff. like calm for like a mellow part of your story or try to listen to something? Yeah, if yeah. I if I'm struggling, I really need to um, focus on a scene more Then it'll be more like a like a it'll, it'll be a, it'll be a hard movie soundtrack. And then yeah. um, and, and if I'm into it and I'm still going into the scenes go faster, I'll still listen to that soundtrack because I'm too absorbed in it. So like I'll have the Halloween soundtrack from 2018, the new ones. I think it's the one of the best Halloween soundtracks. It is very repeat. good. Yeah, it is very it's, good. I mean, whether you like the movie or not, that soundtrack is insane, and um, and I'll have that on repeat for like three hours writing. I will, and then because and that's great, because now that means I, I'm absorbed into it. Um, Do you have a few, all, a favorite movie score? Like one specific score that jumps out at you that like the, your favorite of all time? Horror I'll give movie you two. Score? I'll give you two because um, I'm okay with that. Yeah, two is fine. The Halloween 2018 it's, and it's John Car- John Carpenter's The Fog. Okay. I've actually never um, seen that. I've always I've always heard good things about it though. I'm a big great movie. Man. The Fog is very much. It's got a lot of similarities to Halloween. A lot of the synthy um, stuff that he does. With the stepping, the stalking sound, yep. but then he adds more gothic tones. So now it's not it's not just stalking like Michael Myers. It's more of like a more of ominous, a ghostly, more ominous, more yep. of a ghostly presence. Yeah. Big word too. <clears throat> so, what's up? Big word number two. <laughs> I'm just it's hoping the, Steve's taking a, a track. So, I get a little bit more intelligent when I drink a little bit. So, so here's, I got a weird no. question for you. Yeah. Uh, so, a lot of things in uh, the video game world now, too, are integrated into, like, books and stories and how they work into yep. that. Have you ever thought about possibly putting one of your stories into a video game and having somebody... Oh, that's actually a cool question. You know, bring Not that out. a video game yet? Because yeah. I don't know that... I don't know how to write for that yet. I would love to do that. Yeah. Um, in order for me to do that, I got to reach out to a lot of indie video gamers, like the people who did Friday the 13th, the indie. Because um, that would be interesting to see something like that integrated, I think. Yeah. Be, I mean, Death, and his thing, Death Highway is great because um, that's not ending a book, too. So that's just going to keep going. And I can see that being a game because it's high-octane high action, creatures and worlds and, and portal jumping and all that shit. And then, yeah. like... Um, yeah, you drive your car, you stop, you get out, you fight something. Randy! Of- Randy! Randy! Randy would and show then, up? And then he, come, he comes out of the car and says, I'm Randy! So, <laughs> all of a sudden, it's... it's just- <laughs> He just gets I out. I said Randy and, and I took a sip of my beer, so you guys should be taking a sip of oh, my beer. Oh, fuck. True. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Here's uh, a question. I'm drinking Evil Genius uh, kind, kind Purple of... Monkey Dishwasher, by the way, for the listeners. Oh, we're drinking uh, Spirits of the Apocalypse. This is the Walking Dead Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is actually very good. It is good. You said it was uh, Four Roses, right, uh, Steve? Yep. Smooth. I had a transition question from uh, what uh, what what Ray just asked you. Mm-hmm. So here's a question for you. Um, kind of like twofold. Now that we're going into movie talk, um, bringing it back to Red Highway real quick to give that a little bit of light because we never really talked about that on, that on the show. If you could make Red Highway into a movie, who would you cast as which characters? Like if you like Dreamworld, you could literally cast anybody you want. Yeah, Death Highway. 
Yep. You said you said Red Highway. Oh shit, Death Highway. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Jesus it's Christ. You know what? You know what? The cover's I'll, red. I'll see you yeah. on purpose. Yeah. I'll see no, you it's the, it's the red plane. Oh. Fucking yeah, yeah. idiot. That's why. That's why. And you know what? I know yeah, the fucking good. and you that said it through. That's that's <laughs> that's the whiskey kicking in. <laughs> I had it written down as death highway too. God damn it. If somebody else did that, I would not correct them because you're my friend. I'm gonna bust your balls a little no, bit. No, I love it because I have it written down as death highway too, and I'm like, like, like I'm like, you know what it's doing? I'm like I'm thinking the red plane and the fucking Walking Dead is red. So like I'm. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're not um, wrong. You're not wrong. Randy. Oh, you know Whoops. what? <laughs> Who would play? Come on, then? Joe. Mm-hmm. I, somebody brought up the R word. You have to uh, take a sip. The R word. <laughs> the R word. That's the new. That's the new R word. Um, oh yeah. So yeah. So if you had to pick like the the main characters for Death Highway, uh, you know anybody anybody you wanted to actor wise anybody. You know, just off the top of your head, even if it's just two or three characters. That we because I have a couple you more know, questions to follow up with that. Because I based I mean, obviously it's based on me and my brother a little bit, but for like movie wise. Because it's Fast Fears, I do I do see um, Vin Diesel a little bit. Ooh, very but sexy. Not, but here's the thing: not the Dom Toretto Vin Diesel, the Riddick Vin Ooh, Diesel. Okay. okay. Because that um, I love that character. He's like, because he's like a street smart space antihero. I gotcha. mean, he does some messed up shit, but he's like, he's also kind of like, I'm I'm a survivor type of thing. Yep. So a lot of that is really that type of characteristic, really, especially the second book, which I can get in that a little bit. Um, is really playing more into that um, that type of uh, personality with um, with Randy, you know, and uh, the R word. And, Damn it. Um, hmm. Take a sip, boys. And there was, Take a sip. There was a, Take a sip. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My our, bad. Our, our own game for you guys at home. Um, God, nobody's gonna finish this episode because of this. <laughs> <laughs> Crap, man. Those those other actors I thought of, like um, I could picture Charlie Hunnan from Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Charlie I think he'd be good. It's always it has to be like those type of that tough guy bullshit type of characters because you could find you could find a lot of like tragedy in those characters. You could find a lot of um, possibly lot uh, of Rud- Rudger Howard style. No, Rudger Howard. He doesn't fucking know who that is. No, I'm like kidding. Fucking. Uh, he was in. He was in surviving the game. Surviving the game. He oh, was in. Um, Jesus Christ! There's so many. The Hitcher. The original so- Hitcher. I remember Stuff the original like picture. Yeah. Okay, I know you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I Surviving the Game's a great movie. Um, I didn't know he was in that. Holy crap. Yeah, like uh, yeah I have to... Um, yeah, I'm, I, that's all I can think of because I'm really drawing a blank because I had to, I have a few others when I when I think about that, you yeah. know, and uh, and now I'm just all right, completely, completely drew a break. Here's here's another somewhat movie question similar to that now. And this, I think you'll be able to answer a little bit, a little bit quicker, a little bit better, right? A little more, more fun too. I'm a huge anthology guy when it comes to horror movies, right? So, mm-hmm. um, anything from Creepshow to you know uh, Tales from the Crypt to Jesus, what the what's the what's with the little Jack Lantern guy? What the hell's that? The name of that movie? That movie's amazing. Trick or treat. Trick or treat's phenomenal. All those, right? So your your book being that it's essentially an anthology, but in book form, right? Short stories, novellas. If you could make if you could make uh, <clears throat> within the abyss into an anthology movie. What directors would you hire for each story? Because most of the time, those movies are done by different directors. Yeah, there you go. That's a good uh, one. I like that. <clears throat> All right. So for Heritage, I would go for... No, hang on. Sorry. No, you're good. Take your time. I thought that was. I thought of that question yesterday. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be fun. 
wow, that, that is really holy crap. See, and I'm, not gonna, I'm, not remember, I'm not gonna remember names, but like this um, is the three right, dudes and Cole Bruce, motherfucker. Gonna, we don't hold back. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm, not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna go in order. So Jessica's infidelity. No, no. Red. Um, the last stop. The guy who did color out out of space. Very good. He would be good for that. I don't know. He I don't remember it. his name either. But that movie is phenomenal. It's yeah, so fucking good. It's beautiful. He could do that. Um, for the crazy. You know what? Because of how pulpy heritage is, I would love to have. I think. Paul, no, wait, W, Paul Anderson, W.S. Paul the, w. The dude, yeah. the, Resident Evil, because is, he's yeah. a he's a good um, action horror pulpness. Yep. And he can have moments where it's really serious and messed up, and he has these moments where it's like, okay, that's far fetched. He did fucking care, just a whole. Up. He did Event Horizon. You refresh me, thank you, because he did, and so he was on point for heritage. Thank I came ready, so locked and loaded, man. You know, I'll be honest, I always forget he did that because I'm like, no freaking way, and then like. So, yeah, he would be great for that. Thank you very freaking much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pages of the Abomination. You know what? Because that's got a very conjuring feel to it, it's, it's a haunted story. I would go with, um, oh, son of a bitch, what is his name? He did Saw, he did the Conjuring movies. I already forgot his oh, name. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. He oh, did Insidious, he did Wan. all those. Like he, yeah, uh, I, know, I know you're saying James Wan. Yeah, yes, yes. Yes, phenomenal actor. He would be director. great for that. He did the Conjuring. Um, oh, that's a uh, behind me is uh, that's the original Conjuring house. That's signed by the girl who wrote the books and like the the daughter that lived there when it all oh, happened. Oh shit, that's cool. Yeah, that, that oh, picture. Can you see that? That's cool. That's signed yeah. to me by. Um, oh my god, what the hell's her name? Andrea, whatever her last name is. The, yeah, the yeah, actual yeah, yeah. con, the the story, the movie, The Conjuring, and that house. That's Betzeda's Betzeda Sherman's Loretta something. No, uh, no, no. You're thinking of the you're thinking of the um the Warrens. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, about yeah, the family yeah. that actually lived yeah, in a house yeah. in Rhode Island. That's the farmhouse from Rhode Island. That's uh, Andrea yep. Perrin. Their last name is Perrin. Andrea Perrin is yep. one of the daughters. She wrote books about like living in the house when, this, when a, yep. the whole thing happened. We have the books upstairs. We met her at one of the – Rhode Island had a horror convention. And what was crazy is I don't really believe in spirits or any of that stuff. But we walked up, and I'm not joking, dude. Like, she knew – like, she, I don't like, I don't know how to explain it, but she, like, gave Kristen a hug and knew Kristen's name before I even said it. I swear no, to God. Wild. It was it's nuts. Wild. And then she, like, signed this stuff to, like she, – she signed that one to um, – Eddie, me, and uh, so me, Rosie, and Kristen, and then her books. We we bought like three of her books are upstairs, and Kristen's like, she read half the first one and got real spooked out one day and was like, I I don't know, I like every little crick in the house now. She's like, oh, there's an old man in the in the room watching us when we sleep. I'm like, no, there's not. But hey, you never know, maybe there is, right? So yeah, that's uh that that how ever since I got that, I've had a lot of really good luck. So that's what that is behind me. That's really cool. In my living room. So nice little story there. But all right, so you got through three, I think three or four. 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 Okay. Four. Yep. The very last one, and actually now my brain's working. Of course, for the last, I am a huge Mike Flanagan fan. Okay. I love Doctor Sleep. I love yep. uh, I love Oculus. Um, the Haunting of Hill House. Both both of them. Yep. The Haunting of Hill House and Bly. I think Haunting's better, but Bly is still pretty cool. I still haven't seen the I second. I think he would do great with Son of the Great and Terrible Sea because that's his okay. style, and then. Of course, I would love to see him do that creature because he's his very first movie was Lovecraft, which was Lovecraftian. Um, Absentia okay. was very cosmic horror in Lovecraftian, so I would love for him to do that segment. Very nice lineup. See, I, I thought that would be a fun question for you. I had to dig deep, man. See, that, got, that, that was forced me to go for a third beer. Got you thinking, bro. Got you thinking. <laughs> do you guys have anything to build off of that? Because I'm going to transition to a couple other things, but I figured I'd throw it to you guys first. Um, no, I was actually I was thinking the Mike Flanagan also when you were going through him. I was like, because to me, he's like he's like the best guy right now. Just oh, Haunting of Hill yeah. House was fucking incredible. It yeah. was. I haven't really seen was. the second one yet either. Me either. 
It's good. It's very good. Um, it's different, it's, isn't it's it? Not, more of a love story. It's it is more. Oh, it's still freaky. It's not as you know, quote unquote, scary as the first. I hate I hate that term, but like, but like, uh, it's not as um. Dude, the first one made you it, feel like you were there. Like there was something about yeah. the way he directed that that first one. Ha- Haunted on Hill House is. Uh, it's just there's something. Was it ethereal? Alth- no. Ethereal. Ethereal. Yeah, there's something real ethereal to that. Like you, you mm. feel like you can. Again, it's one of those. I th- actually, after doing the review on that after that that show, we started talking about like ghost experiences that night. When mm-hmm. we, we and we never finished that episode. We did an episode talking about like our own real life ghost experiences and yeah. And you, that's what I love about the guy. Everything he's done, I'm a huge fan of. And he does a lot of supernatural stuff. There's only two that's not too supernatural. You brought Hush. up Oculus, and that's a fucking sleeper of a movie, the man. Group. Hush is very good too. Hush is very good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is uh, very good. Hush, and then uh, uh, and um, what's the other one? Uh, Gerald's Game. So this guy. I've never seen that. He, I've heard good things. He did two Stephen King movies, and he's the only one that can internalize. Oh, no, bring out Stephen King's internal dialogue. Yep. Yeah. I think perfectly. At least in my opinion, I think if if, if some other people could do it, he's still the best one. Yeah. I think the guys that it too did a good job, but he um he killed it with Doctor Sleep and uh and um. And Gerald's game. I just, just rewatched Doctor Sleep. That's it's a phenomenal movie. I I love it personally. I, I don't. Yeah. I know it's got it kind of like mixed things. Cause I watched it with a bunch of people, and I didn't really like it. If I watched it by myself, I think maybe I'd like it. I think if Edible Steve watched it, he'd love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, listen to this week's episode when it gets posted today, and you'll know what we're talking about. There's, there's two different Steves. Just like there's a Dobby and Ray. Like right now, Ray's here. Give yeah. him give him a couple more glasses of whiskey. Dobby will be here asking questions, and it'll get real fun. Um. And Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Um, <laughs> uh, I had a couple more questions there. Not that version of her. You'd be doing virtual reality. Yeah, yeah, that's what's going on. That, that <laughs> that's that's the scene that's up right now. Watching uh, watching that right now. So, Joe, outside of the box, have you ever thought about writing anything besides horror? That's a good question. I may. He's like, I'm. I'm a big. Uh, I'm big in the dark fiction, no matter what. Yeah. So I would go towards a darker crime, yeah, darker type of thing crime. like true crime. Okay, uh, and, you know, like I would, I would, I would love to do a true crime book. Um, that's that's a lot of work. So there's a lot, there's a lot of obsessive yeah. nature to yeah. writing that stuff. So if I was doing a fictionalized version, like say if I did my own Hannibal Lecter, that'd be pretty badass. Yeah, um, because that's that that still crosses between horror and and crime, and you can still make it more crime. And still enjoy the dark aspects of it, you know. Like um, yeah. I, I'm a huge fan. I have a fascination with serial killers, and I yeah. would love to um, write something incorporate along that those lines. into your writing. What's that? Incorporate that into your writing. Yeah. 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 That'd be very cool. I'd be interested to hear you do that. Something along those I have lines. To, I think I'm doing pretty good as a, you know, indie writer right now, or self-published writer. I won't touch that until I get to like ten of my. <laughs> What do you well, have? Until I won't be traditional, I won't touch any of that yet. Until I feel more confident into that type of, because I think it's a whole different level. So you know, of, of gotcha. writing styles and whatnot. What do you have coming not, up? At least that's how I see it. What do you have coming up? Huh? What's the next one in uh, in the docket? Death Highway Two: The Deathstalker's Ride. That's nope. the um. So, you know, it's ironic because that Death Highway started as a short story for assignment years ago, and I never thought I would. Uh, it would become what it is now. Is and then I wrote some words in it today is, uh, of Death Highway Two, and it's um, it's it's just as crazy as the first one, but I'm doing a lot more filler, and I'm finding a way to <coughs> incorporate how, again with the personal stuff, it's like it's like how memories incorporate. You know, like there's a lot of uh, 
this personal stuff about my grandparents in there a little bit, you know, that, that, that plays a big part in my brother and my, my life, but it's also a fictionalized version of them, you know? Uh, so you got to play off that, like how Red Plane feeds off his memories. And then he's going more into his racing life. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give a little quick thing I had, I had a lot of fun with. I wrote a group of racers that are cultists. And you find out they sacrifice people in their car. So wacky, pulpy shit like that, you know, like so. And that's so why almost, I'm in the middle right now. Almost like uh, it almost even kind of pulls from what's that Tarantino thing that he did with the the car? It death, like the, uh, death race. Yeah, death, death race. race. Yeah, yeah. Some, there's like yeah. hints of that in there too, which is pretty cool. That was a cool movie. I, I look. It was a little slow, but that's just Tarantino. He builds and builds. Yeah, it's got one and, of the best car chase scenes of all time in it. Oh, it's crazy. It's phenomenal. Is that the one that the, the girls double on the hood. Yeah. yeah. I like, I like the Robert Rodriguez. It's way better. better. Yeah. It's not, not even Planet Horror. Planet, Planet Horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Planet. No. Planet. Planet, Planet something. Planet Terror. Yeah, 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 yes. Planet I haven't seen those so long. Those hands movies. down, the better better out of the two. Yeah. But as far as, um, I love Kurt Russell in, in anything with Kurt Russell. Brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fucking sucker, man. Kurt Russell's a shit. You know, He's I was a bad Kurt Russell and Nick Cage together. Yeah. For a movie. Yeah, I don't know how that never happened. That should. I, th- I think Nick Cage was a little too late as an action star by the time Kurt Russell was like doing his thing. No, he's a horror. He's a horror. Oh, Kurt he Russell can do fucking his... everything, dude. He's in this yeah. the, the the Santa Claus Chronicles or whatever, which is a great <laughs> Santa Claus movie. The, the yeah. second one just came out this it's year. Cool. It's not as good, but it's. It, I, I just watched Three Thousand Miles of the Graceland the other day just because I love Kurt Russell. Like the movie in that Western Tarantino movie. Oh, what is it? That? Oh no, you're thinking of Bone Tomahawk. No, no, no. Oh no, Somebody Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hateful Eight was great. Bone Somebody Tomahawk was phenomenal. Tell me that they're remaking fucking great, uh, Big yeah. Trouble in Little China. Really? Maybe. They got to stop with the remakes, that. man. Yeah, I know. They got to cut the shit. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We're we're gonna do some movies. Uh, movie talk, real quick. Joe, have you seen the? Um, I I asked these guys about it. I watched it on Christmas, but uh, Shutter. Put up, um, Creepshow did a holiday special. It's fucking amazing. I watch it, but I dude. Will. I will. It's so I fucking will. good. Man. It's forty-five minutes long. It's amazing. Post Christmas, I'll still. I'm gonna be watching Christmas horror ah, all week. I'm, I'm off. Yeah, it week. doesn't matter. Crazy. Definitely check. You have Shutter, I would imagine, right? You must have it. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely check that out. And Joe Bob Briggs' uh, Christmas special came up too. I gotta check that out. But I know I always mean to watch it and live, and I always forget. I, I hate you, Steve. I'm the, been the same. I, I I would love to watch them live. I never have the time because they're fucking. You're you're giving up your night, like which yeah, I don't yeah, do anything yeah. anyways. But you were giving up some fucking time. Yeah, you are. Those. Um, but yeah. Uh, did you have any? I mean, I don't think really much came out this year because everything got pushed back because of the the, the bullshit. But oh no, a lot came out this year. What's um? um here's a question for you. So it, whether it's this year or whether it's uh, let's transition to the movie talk. Now that we kind of brought up the movie stuff, um, boobies. Um, what in the past <laughs> in the past couple of years? You know, if you had to pick like five recent horror movies that that you really enjoyed what would you what would you kind of throw out there I'll and they don't have to be year. exactly your top five but throw out five of your favorite you know i'll throw five of my favorite this year that i in that i really enjoyed and um obviously color out of space phenomenal that's one of the I best think, movies and i gotta time. rewatch it i haven't watched it since it came out uh, so you guys haven't it. seen it yet right no is that the one with the bat the uh the alien shit in the backyard yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 i love it when it first came out people did mandy too it's yes yeah, yeah which these guys i was the only i was on a, a fucking creature on only I I, I, island of the misfit toys here with mandy buddy me and you were the only two on that one these i guys, love it movie. visually i just don't like the movie so if you like that visually you like this yeah i don't blame you not liking it it's so weird but um, so color out of space, um, the, the wretched, which is on Hulu for free now. <sighs> I haven't, I've it heard is about pretty that. much Fright that. Night with a witch. No and shit. I love Fright Night. No shit. And it's, 
And there's a cool little twist at the end. I cannot say jack shit about, but I will tell you if somebody novelizes. Oh that no, movie, I did see that. That, that was great. I know yeah, exactly the, what you're talking about. Yeah, the, the, yep. it's about like teenage kids, and they, uh, the the kid goes to almost like a he, like a coastal he lives town. With his dad. Yeah, losing yeah, his dad. Yeah. That was fucking great. I did see great that. Movie. Holy great shit! Movie. I forgot all about that. Yo, good call, man. Dude, I have watched that four times this year. No, good call. I fucking we, me and Kristen watched that during uh, during Halloween. We watched we did thirty one. I'll have to watch that because I got Hulu. It's I can so watch good. It now. Yeah, it's, it's so very good. good. I did. We did thirty one nights. Uh, thirty one nights of Halloween. But I literally watched like three or four movies every day. So I, I did like forty something. <laughs> the Richard was one of them. That's why I forgot about it. Yeah, that was a good one, man. Good call. The pa- the pale doors on Shutter now. But I rented it when it came out. You heard of that one? No, that one I didn't know the- about. It's another Western horror and involves witches, and it's well done because it has this insane build. It, it goes from a robbery movie into a witch-like monster invasion scene, and it goes into this really trippy-ass shit in the end, like you would see in a lot of satanic ritual movies. So there's like it's like three movies in one, but it's all the same story, and um, gotcha. and it's it's very well done. Um, I love that. Pale Door is really cool. Um, Underwater. I have not seen that. Stewart. I heard about that. I have not seen it. I heard very good things about it. Um, it's Lovecraftian. I did not know the creature at the end was the creature it was. I knew it was a Lovecraftian creature until somebody on another podcast was like, oh, no, it's this one. And I'm like, and then I seen it in March when the shit hit the fan with, with this pandemic. So I gotcha. probably was a different mindset. So probably so even help, watch yeah. it. Yeah, I rewatched yeah. it. I'm like, holy it shit! It enhances what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, your brain, your brain was like different. My brain is different from March to now, so oh, it's yeah. crazy. But, Same but underwater here. is a great. It's not extremely gory. It's PG-13. It's very. Some people call it alien ripoff. They can kiss my ass. Um, <laughs> Whatever, man. There's a million alien and ripoff like, movies. Event Horizon's an alien ripoff movie, and it's phenomenal. So fuck. And em. it's it's no. I'll say it's definitely. You know, I was, yeah, of course, I'm only busting balls when I say that. Everybody has an yeah. opinion, but like, um, but like, it's. It's got a very similar feel to Alien. It's just more fast-paced. The action kicks in like cool. like immediately, That's and then cool. um, it's survival hard and and the effects are really cool. So I, I loved it. And then Eddie's seen this one, uh, The Shed. Oh yeah, great vampire movie. One of the best vampire movies. Um, That's a great movie. It really. It definitely was the, the 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 time period. They don't tell you the time, which I hate when they do that. But you can tell it's the nineties. Yep, I agree. Um, kids that are kind of like us, like kind of outcast kids from yeah, like a high school. It had feeling. Nuts. It had some feel from like Fright Night with the teenagers, but like yep. not. Yep. So you're not wrong there. Great vampire movie. Great vampire. Like that's, great vampire. It was a. It was cool to see a vampire movie that wasn't like a lovey vampire. You know exactly. what I mean? Like yeah. Shed. I mean, think yeah, us, the shed. Think it's us. great, dude. They gotta cut that shit out. It was on Shutter. I don't yeah. know if if you if you need a password for any of that stuff, let me know. I got I have AMC Plus, which has Shutter and AMC on it. Yeah. So let me know. I'll let you watch it. Cool. Uh, it's the shed was very good. The shed a yeah. uh, couple couple runners up there. I uh, what about um, God damn it! It had Clancy Brown in it. It was an anthology movie that was on Shutter. The, March, the Mortuary, Mortuary uh, Chron- Tales of Chronicles. What the hell that was? That was yeah. that was fun. It wasn't great, but it was fun for what it was. I watched two stories. I really enjoyed it. By Greedy, it wasn't great. Um, he is great. He's the best I part of the thought, movie. I never thought he could do that. He was the absolute best part of the movie. Clancy Brown's one of the. He's a sleeper when it comes to the horror world because, like, you think about like the uh, the Tony Todds. You think about like Robert Englund's. You think about the big name guys, King mm-hmm. Hodders. You know, but then mm-hmm. when you realize like Clancy Brown's been. He's been, I mean, his character in fucking uh, The Highlander can, can, t- can t- 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 oh my God, oh my goodness. Continuously? Ten- yeah, ten- uh, 
tentatively could <laughs> be considered. <laughs> wow, I just had a brain fart. Yeah. Tentatively could be considered a horror character. Like he's got his fucking throat, his head cut off, and it's all stapled on and shit. And then he's in Pet Cemetery too, which is one of my favorite Ooh, horror movies of all time. Yeah. Spoiler alert: movies, that's gonna be the first episode of whatever we get to do our horror thing. Oh, we're definitely talking about that. We're definitely gonna do it. I actually know that guy from a video game called Detroit something it's one of those kind of story video games where yeah. you pick your own story and he's like the main one of the main detectives no shit yeah. like his voice he did his, his voice, voice his face everything that's wild that's, yeah. a, that's cool i love that dude man yeah. but that, that was a good one what about swallow have you fucked with that yet daisy swallow yeah <sighs> dude you, I, I don't. I haven't talked about it with you I guys hear good yet, things about Swallow. Dude, like, it's is that the one where the girls eating all the fucking shit? weird shit? Yeah, she eats like a screwdriver. I did watch that. I did. Fucking watch weird, that. man. I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I gotta be in the right mindset for the weirder shit now. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. I no, you, you, but... you're not wrong because it does. Like you, you don't think because it's a very pretty movie. You don't think it's gonna like it's gonna fuck with you. And then when like she eats the wrong things, you're like, because I think it triggers things in in our brains that, like. I know, like, you know, it's like if you see somebody eat tinfoil, if you have cavities, you like you can feel the pain, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a similar idea. Like, you see her sh- swallow a marble, and you're like, well, I, I'm pretty sure I would be able to poop that out. Yeah. And then you see her, like, swallow, like, screws or something, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, wait a minute. How, how is that going to pass through? And then you see her eat, like, what she'll swallow, and then you don't, you don't actually see her swallow all of it. But then there's a couple scenes where, like, you see some things that come out of her. Yeah. Or whatever, like it's 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 a wild ride. Yeah. Man. That, oh, that's man. a really 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 creative and a new take on on like horror, and it's it's a it's a type of horror that people don't really think about. I think it's more shock than horror. See, I don't think it's it like, is shock. That, I, I don't look at it like it's shock. I think some people would look at that pussies. Um, well, not really. People. I mean, I think I've <laughs> seen it as shock culture. You've seen it swallow the fucking no no no, 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 no. hostile hostile yeah. shock culture. Fucking, uh, what's that? The Green something. That movie sucked. There's a new thing. Yeah, People call it oh, body horror. I think yeah. it would probably be considered body I guess, horror. Yeah, it would be more with, with that than it would be shock shock nature. But I don't know where you see like Christians because of shock horror. I don't know where I you get I didn't say Christians. I said religious. Religious. I don't see where you get that. I just like fucking with yeah, it. makes no sense to me. <laughs> I, uh, I don't think I've seen a horror movie fucking from clown. 2020. I was, looking through, uh, I was looking through some lists while you guys were talking. I don't think I've seen anything, but one movie that seems to be at the top of everybody's list. I don't know if anyone's seen it. The Possessor. No, I've never no, no, heard, heard that. Uh, I need to get my shit together to see that because that is David Cronenberg's son. Oh. So he is good. It looks like he brings back the uh, the crazy, insane practical effects you see in like the Fly remake mm-hmm. and and uh, Video Drome. And yep. I don't know a lot of the other stuff, unfortunately. Um, but like it's a it's a mixture of sci-fi. Didn't Cronenberg thriller, do scanners too, where like the dude's head explodes? He did do scanners. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I um, I have to see that. It looks really. It looks. I watched the trailer. It yeah, looks that, crazy. That seems to be at the top of all the lists I just looked at. Yeah, was it, it David yeah. David Ayers or whatever the dude who did The Witch and he did Lighthouse? He's doing a Viking movie, right now. Nice. Oh hell yeah, dude! That's gonna be wild. That's gonna be fucking wild. Look up the look up the cast of that shit, dude. It's amazing. What's the name of it? It's it's it just look up uh, a twenty four Viking movie or David Ayer Viking movie. That dude, he's very good with time period pieces. I ain't see Lighthouse with yet yet because I'm getting. Oh I, really? I'm be in the mood for it. I will. Be it's free on week. Prime. It's free on Amazon no, Prime. I got Prime. I got Shutter. I'm I'm like Prime and Shutter. Are amazing. Like, I I absolutely love the the Lighthouse. I don't know about yeah. these guys. I fucking love I that movie. Did you watch the Headhunter? You that know, was pretty good. Yeah. I meant to check it out. The, my, the reason why I didn't watch it, Ray, is yeah. because it looked like a bullshit knockoff Predator. Mm, it's just kind of a low budget kind of uh, kind of horror is it, story. Is it thing, an alien? What, what's the like the deal with it? Uh, no, I think it's more demonic, isn't it? Like that story based on the headhunter. It's 
It's a um, it, it follows a uh, medieval warrior that hunts creatures. Yeah. So he he chops okay. up the heads. Okay. So and it's in the description. So he's pretty much hunting the the thing that took his daughter. Yeah. Okay. So that Viking I, my movie. Only disappointment, oh, sorry. I, oh. I, Sorry. My only disappointment. Oh, what was that? No, okay, go ahead. Finish what you're saying. He's gonna bring up my the only Viking disappointment movie. with this. I wanted to see more of the creature in the action. I agree. Um, yeah. And I wanted to see better. The creature in the end was pretty cool. And um, I'm gonna rewatch it, but it's not that long. It's like it's like it's like short, like the old school horror movie. It's only an hour and like 17 minutes long. I kind of like the um, the concept and the low budgetness of it, though. The concept, the cinematography, yeah. the acting, the story is all amazing. Yeah. It's 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 it really holds you. The ending I thought was fantastic. Yeah, Steve brought um, up Steve it, brought up the Northman. The David Ayer, I think it's David Ayer is his name, right? Yeah, yeah. So that A twenty four movie is the Northman takes place in tenth century Iceland, and let's see, Alexander, that's gonna be sick. Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, William Defoe, Ethan Hawke, Bjork for some reason. Yep, but she's from that area. She's from Finland. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And a bunch of names I don't know, but yeah, good. Who the hell? Oh, you Taylor, Taylor uh, the girl yeah. that that was in Queen's Anna, Gambit. Anna Taylor Joy. Anna Taylor Joy. She's yeah, in yeah. Queen's Gambit, and she's the girl from The Witch. She's the the main oh, yeah, yeah, character yeah. girl from The Witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's fucking. Black, have you guys seen the, the Queen's Gambit man. yet? No. Dude, <clears throat> Queen's Gambit's very good. It's a very we, good show. We, it's on our list. We're gonna watch it. Yeah, that's not horrible. I'm a big chess guy, so. So yeah, so that was uh, so we had some nice horror talk there. That was interesting. That was, I'm, I'm, I didn't even fucking realize how many horror movies actually came out this year. It's amazing. Um, there's a lot of other ones like uh, like Becky was really good. That's like Home Alone, but like the the stuff she does is like '80s insane gore. What's, like it's over the I'm top. Ex- I'm yeah. excited for uh, Terrifier next year. I saw the trailer for part two. Part two. Uh, oh, the other dude. Day. That's gonna Dude, be dope. He's gonna be the next boogeyman of Halloween horror. Oh, he's, he's, he's so, so good. He's so he's so good in that. Role. He's the he's the the best part of the movie. It's the only reason the movie is good. Yep. Yeah. To me, I mean the, mu- the I music's good, but his performance the is the best. No, too man. Sick. Fucking was it haunt or whatever? I rewatched that. Haunt, that movie, Haunt's the one where they I go to the fu- four times. Another one I love. Yeah, dude, yeah. they they go to the fucking uh, Joe Bob Briggs did it. For, oh yeah, no, that's a good movie. Fucking phenomenal. I always oh, last year. I, I I used to see it all the time, and I'd be like, eh, I'm not gonna watch it's it. It's so then good. I watched it with the Joe Bob Briggs. It's thing. so oh, good. God, really good. It's so fucking. That's a really good movie. Um, I love too. All the uh, haunted attraction horror movies. Hell yeah, is really good. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's another good one. Yep. It's not as extreme as it could have been, but the simplicity and the feel and the atmospheric and the, and yeah. the old school slasher feel it does—it's yeah. it's so cool. What's the was it ready or not? I like that a lot, and a lot of people like pass. I like that. I thought the that was fun. The best part of the whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's so good. It's so, it's such a fun movie. It's a tale that we've seen a million times, but it's a like a uh, it's almost like surviving the game essentially, mm-hmm. right? So it's like yeah. this this girl who she's like a like a poor kid marries into a really rich family. First, the night of her marriage, they like play a game, and like her game the hunter and like it's it, dude it's fucking awesome that's such a fun movie and she's a fucking dime piece dime piece <laughs> i said uh for, for joe he's on a different microphone so he, he's not tied into the ones that we're uh, talking through right here i can't wait to listen to this back i want i'm really intrigued to like hear how this all sounds mm-hmm. this is like a this is like playing with a new toy you realize that right like every time we do a new yeah, yeah. Well, gonna, you're, like, you're like a kid right now. I have a feeling that we're going to be talking to Joe a whole lot more. <laughs> we can figure out how to get music in. We can have like four oh, people Oh, am I going to be the fourth dude? Be am I going to beat Gary? <laughs> Gary hasn't been around. <laughs> Every, we, we, we tell him all the time. No, Gary's still, uh, still, Gary's still in our mythos. He's yeah, bringing it back that. to books. Huh? I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah, no, Gary's still a big part. He's going through a lot of his own bullshit stuff, so. Uh, like we Gary. we love you, Gary. Hope Hopefully, you right, listen though. to this. Hope he's doing good. He's he's on and off. Last time we saw him, we did the chicken wing thing. Did you listen to that yet? 
The newest not one? Yeah, yeah, Dude, let me tell you something. What was that shit you got? The fucking bomb? The bomb? The bomb. That Fuck you. Rough, man. Dude, I had somebody. Co- I love. There's always one internet tough guy, and like somebody commented yeah. on my picture, and they're like, oh, I eat that stuff all the time. Get the fuck out of here. No, nobody eats that because they want to eat it. No. Get the fuck out of here. Dude, I, I actually know somebody who puts that shit on their shit. They're fucking they're insane. They're trying to be fucking. Yeah, yeah. They're just trying to be a cool guy. Yeah. yeah. Get the fuck out of here. The bomb. Eat my ass. That's that cr- fucking stupid, though. The fact that we did a, uh, <laughs> we basted a ring in it instead of putting a dab of the bomb. On. Yeah, but in the show, they don't put a dab on it. No, they, they, they don't. They cover it. They, they cover, cover it. the whole wing. Yeah, they, they they lightly cover it. We yeah, didn't yeah, lightly. Yeah. They cover toss it. their yeah, their yeah. chicken wings. All right, Joe. Here's what we're gonna we're gonna turn this into the rest of uh, Three Dudes and Cold Bruce podcast. Our number one thing here is uh, music, drinking, and and good times. Right. So that's the number one thing. So we did we did our interview well, half. I'll do something right. Yeah, so we're, 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 we're right there with you, buddy. We're, we're half a bottle of uh, bourbon down already. So um, uh, we're going to transition into uh, – you can already tell the bourbon skin because I said transition. 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 We're about a, what, an hour and a half or so into this? Uh, almost, yeah. Almost an hour and a half with you, Joe, so far. And we still got a whole other show to record once we're done with you. So. Oh, you're so, you're so that's – who aren't you lucky? This is what we do. This is all we – Thank you, Rona. <laughs> we, we were doing this anyways. But um, all right, so we're going to transition into uh, 2020 music talk right now. So if, um, if if you're not interested in talking about music and heavy metal right now, you can turn it off. So before we transition into that, we're not going to play any music. We're just going to talk about music. Um, Joe, uh, where can everybody find your book uh, books, I should say? What's the best way to get them, and um, what do we? What do you have coming up uh, after? I know you already set up one book. When, what's the timeline for the next one? So those three questions in a row, then we'll talk about music. Um, you can find my books on Amazon. Kindle uh, versions too, right? There's Kindle version and um, yeah, they're both through Amazon. Okay. Yeah, you can right. you can select whether you want Kindle or uh, paperback. So you Dope. can you can find that through Amazon. Um, if if anybody's interested in a signed copy, please contact me through. You can con- contact me through Twitter, through. Um, you have uh, an email. I'm on. In- I'm on. I'm on Instagram. No, I, I gotta get a writer's email. I gotta get a. Uh, yeah, I you gotta create a, one. Yeah, like JC Horror. Yeah, what's what's at, your uh, Twitter handle? Twitter handle is JC Writer. Wait a minute. Oh no. See, I didn't write this down. I apologize. I did. This, I did this last time to you guys too. Give me one second. This motherfucker. <laughs> I, I told him this was going to be a professional interview. <laughs> 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 Motherfucker, don't even come to the party prepared, bro. There we go. Yeah, I got my clothes. So, J- I was close. JCW Horror Writer is my Twitter handle. No periods in between them? It's just JC? Nope. Okay. G- yep. Because on, on, in- on Facebook, you're j.c.walsh, right? Facebook? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then Instagram, I think it's similar, isn't it? Or JC Walsh? J- um, Instagram is JC Walsh eighty one. I remember that one at least. Yeah. So. Because I, I try to uh, tag you and stuff all the time, and I have to figure out which way you write your yeah. name and what. And you know, like anybody who wants to follow me, I'm always I'm always posting a lot of cool shit. It involves coffee, working mm-hmm. out, heavy metal, my books. I'm always trying to keep the topics different and. Fun. He talks yeah. highly of the three dudes in Cold Bruce podcast, from what I've heard. I'm always, always, mm-hmm. yep. always. Between I think we were number guys. three in his most listened to podcast of yep. the year when Sweet. he said, "Yeah, so." You know yep. the the wrap up that yep. year. We didn't talk about that on the show, really. Oh, did we? A little bit. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, J.C. Walsh, phenomenal, uh, phenomenal writer, phenomenal person, uh, and a better friend and uh, lover, from what I know. 
I appreciate uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, before, before, and, then Death Highway, and then I plan on getting Death Highway 2 out sometime right. in late April, early May. That's all my Oh, so that's about. coming up soon then. That's not going to be like a late yeah. year thing. Okay, awesome. No, no, no. So we, we have to, dude, Jesus Christ, we got to fucking finish this first book. <laughs> so yeah. we're so we be ready for the second one. Uh, we got to finish the first together, one. Man. Come on. Maybe maybe it'll be a, like a, a co-release thing. We we release his special uh, audiobook version. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for you to fucking hear this. Oh god, it's gonna be. I can't wait for the report card back. <laughs> I'm gonna wake up someday to a text message of, guys, please do me a favor. Do not ever read my book again. <laughs> Just promote it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, J C Walsh. Go check him out. Um, great guy. First time we've ever actually like interviewed somebody on the show, not just had a special guest on. So uh, this was a lot of fun, I thought. And we're not done yet. Yeah, but, uh, 2021. Here 2021, motherfucker. Uh, this is uh, January 1st. Technically, this will be airing. So uh, they already know that. So now we're going to talk about some music. Top 10. We already did our top 10. So if you guys can go back and listen to that if you're still listening uh, with the Three Dudes of Cold Brews podcast. And you can actually listen to songs we pick and all that fun stuff. Um and I, I think on the same weekend, we will be dropping our honorable mentions episode. So you're going to be able to hear like a top five honorable mentions of the year, mm-hmm. too. So, um, Joe, uh, what's your top 10 albums for the year, man? What, what do you have? My top 10 is crazy. These are all bands I've listened to for years. Now, do you have it written down in order, like a 10 through one, or is it just a random 10 bands? It's random. I mean, you're not I mean, wrong to the, do that. We, we, we had a similar it, conversation, hard. right? It's hard. Well, I mean, you know what? The very top one I can see be my first, and that's Trivium, What the Dead Man Say. Okay. I played a song uh, of that. That could be, be my first. I love that freaking album. It's um, the best one that they've done in a long time. It's it's the best one. And I'm a, I've been a fan. I've been a fan of their transition over the years, but to see them evolve and be able to mix all that together and bring their old school with the new school, I think they found their sound, and you're going to see them do a lot of great shit over the years and i mean they started young so you're gonna see a lot of cool stuff with them dude i saw them at the living room i've talked about this I've, i saw them at the living room when fucking uh matt heafy was like 18 that's crazy they opened that's up nuts. for uh it dies today and like it dies today the lead singer's like he was like did you guys just fucking see the best band in the world uh, and what are you guys like 17 and fucking like the whole like half the crowd left after trivium got up to see they only had one album yet they had the album with uh paul harder on the strings of my martyr which is, I still think that's my still my favorite album. That's the second one. That's the second album, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's the new one's album. the new one's very good. The new one's very yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and now I'm just gonna go in order of of uh, the bands I've been listening to. Um, Devil Driver, obviously dealing with Demons Volume One. Shout out to the um, opening song album. of the show. Shout out. Yep. Uh, the Acacia Strain, Slow Decay. That was in my that was my number two. Nasty ass shit that that's album. Amazing. And then I love the fact they've been really, especially with the EP, they've been playing a lot of off the cosmic horror. Mm-hmm. Um, Lamb of God, self-titled, definitely in my top. Good album, solid album. Um, yeah, it's crazy because I told it with this with somebody else. Um, it's their sound, but they still somehow make it fresh. I don't know how yeah. the hell they do it. it they, it's like, oh, I'm gonna repeat my riffs like ACDC and Slayer, but hey, it still sounds different. Yep. It's crazy. Code Orange underneath is a really very good album. That's that, an album to me, too. That's yeah, like a you it, you put it on from like. All like from one to the back from from that's now I love writing to too because yeah. there's so much of a storytelling to that yeah, there's, there's <clears> and it came out right it came out right in March when all the shit went down yeah. so it really fed in that feel a little bit and I love them because like they really um do what Slipknot did but they 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 mix there's more deathcore there's more post hardcore there's industrial from like we were kids in that there's like a post grunge industrial sound in their stuff that's insane it's it's wild um, Hatebreed. That was in my top ten. 
couple I think that was my number six. That album's that album's one, that's one of the best Haybreed albums in a long time. Oh man, and 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 there's a positive energy in that. I love working out to that freaking album. Uh, Justice for the Damned, Pain is Power. That was in my top ten. That album is N- fucking unbelievable. I, I describe it as like deathcore slash hardcore version of like Sepultura, old school Sepultura. It's like because he has that max voice, but yeah. there's so many levels to it. Yep. It's a nasty album. Uh, Napalm Death. I'm gonna say the slow, the, the the short version of the album name. Throws of uh, Defeatism. Okay. Um, I didn't even know they uh, put out something this year. Napalm Death. That's oh, that's great. They were uh, Decibel's number one album of the year. Get the fuck out of here. Yep. It's a great album. Holy shit. And I've been listening to them since like I think '98 when I um. Is there any saxophone magic. on this album? <laughs> Was that? Is there any saxophone on this album? No, no, they do no. saxophone. And yeah, stuff? Uh, I think two I or three albums it. ago they had some saxophone on their shit. And it was pretty shit, cool. I remember. It's pretty cool. They always and it's great because they'll go straight up grindcore mm. and extreme and punk, but then they'll do very experimental shit too. Yep. So that's because they're very indie. Um, Warbringer, <laughs> Weapons of Tomorrow. That was a fucking amazing album. I, I gotta go back to new it. New thrash bands out. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really I, good I album. I love them. And then uh, Black Dahlia Murder, uh, Verminous. That's another. So you told me about that one, and I, I never mm-hmm. had a chance to go back and listen to it. That's one of the best too, because they really. Um, I mean, all this shit's great, but you know, they're one of those bands that they can't blend in all the sounds. They just keep going what they want to do. But then, I think they really broke the mode with like trying something different a little more. Mm-hmm. And that's my top ten. I mean, this, but there's so many in my list. So many like. I had I had Were- one and two a. It's a great death metal band. That's what is another it again? one I like a lot. Werewolves. Okay. That's another great death metal band. They're they're like old school in your face gore metal. It's it's nasty shit. What else did you? Yeah. Do you have any honorable mentions? Stuff that like could have broke your top ten that were like interchangeable. Um, I always say this because I need to listen to some of these bands more. Um, the Ghost Inside's album is great. The new one. I got. I have I it need on vinyl. More. Yep. It just um, my problem with them is I think I'm I'm beyond that phase of my life. Even though I have one of their albums tattooed on my shin, like I love that band and I love. I'm glad oh, they I put out it. a new album. But at the same time, like that music is, I don't know. I need more time with it. It came out at a weird time. It came out when I wasn't able to go to the gym, and that's when I listened to that band. So without being able to use them, I don't, yep. you know. But that it is a good album. I have it on vinyl. So. Um. What's that? Uh, uh, Luna Shore. That that album with the Luna um, Shore. That album was Lord fucking Shore. insane. Sick. It's fucking um, insane. I and I hear they got a new vocalist now that can kind of erase the stain of that vocalist. That's good. They, they so. were, yeah, they released a brand new album with a dude. Shot two videos with him and then like parted ways with him after it dropped because there's some bullshit that happened. But but the guy that they picked up, I think, is very close to like. He came from another band, though. I don't remember what the fuck he came from, but he came from another yeah. band. That album was fucking insane, dude. The way that this sounds going now and the way that album is, they need somebody with that range. They have to. They have. They would not. I don't think they'll top that if they don't do it. I played a song from that like real early in the year when that yeah, album came out. It's fucking nuts. It's like black metal, but like it's industrial. It's it's nuts, man. That shit is wild. It's one of the. That's one of the most technical albums that came out this year overall. That's sick. Uh, Kill or Be Killed, only because I didn't listen to it enough yet. See, that was my number one oh. album of the year. I, I I played the fuck out of that it's album. The second God drop. Good. It's phenomenal. Uh, other honorable. I see. I have a whole list in my thing. Um, I would put the new Meryl Manson in there only because here's the thing. Like, I I love seeing him tr- transition to what he did with that album. It's so different. Um, yeah, have you, either one of you guys give that a chance? Only that one song. Yeah, only played. the song you played a couple weeks that's ago. That's the only. That's the best song on the album. Yeah, uh, I, I think don't chase the, the dead. Well, my, uh, Perfume's my favorite because it's just really messed up. I and then um, what's the other one? Uh, 
I can't remember the names, but I just I really enjoy his like that eighties feel he did with the whole album and like uh Yeah. It's 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 more of a folk some, album it, it, than it is anything there's else. There's a lot of his old school. Some of his old school shit is in there. It's just not the way you expect it. Yeah, it's 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 definitely his best since Eat Me, Drink Me, which was I think 07. So it's yeah, been I'm a not long a fan time. of that album, which is interesting. Really? That's kind of cool. Well, I'm, yeah. sub, I'm really. I loved it when it came out, but I can't get into it now. I think you should try to listen to it while you write, because there's a lot in that. Like, I, if I was your vampire alone, that's a great song. It's a great fucking song. you, me, and the devil make three. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ, that album's phenomenal, dude. I love that album so much. He sang that entire album laying on his back. Seriously, swear That's to God. Crazy. Which, if you don't, if you know how to sing and project your voice, it's almost impossible to do that. Like to be able to, and the fucking range he had on that album is, yeah, it, it, it's it, it just was, it was a, a cha- it was more of a rock and roll album than is it was. There a reason he laid on his back because he was depressed and di- divorced and all kinds of shit. He went it was, it was, it was, he went time. 2007. Like he, he dipped down real far. Cause that was after all the Columbine thing happened. And then he went through some more bullshit, a couple lineup changes. Um, they basically well, tried to blame. They blame Columbine. Him for him for for Didn't they do that when it happened? Yeah. But he, he got a lot of aftermath. Like, he got a lot of shows shut down and shit for a couple of years, like because he put Hollywood. That was like fucking 10, 12 years later, wasn't it? No, 2007? no, two thousand. So two thousand seven, no. Columbine having like ninety nine, two thousand. Yeah, so it was seven, eight years later. And Still, yeah, but him then. but people were saying, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, it really, uh, it really messed him up. He went through. Like... T- he put out two albums. So he put out Hollywood after the Columbine yeah. thing, and, which I love that album. A lot of people shit on it. And then he Hollywood put out one of my favorites. Yep. It's definitely one of my favorites. Fight song, love song, all that shit's amazing. And then he put out fucking uh, the Golden Age of Grotesque, and that album was we- real weird. And that's I where he's. That there's a couple songs that are, Saint is the best out al- best song on that album, but th- there's a couple songs on that album where you're like, there. The problem with that album is it's very. Um, there's no follow through. There's a lot of good ideas, but no follow through with the ideas. That's a very good way of putting it, man. And then he he was trying to be too spooky, like in that by that point. <laughs> Right? Am I wrong? Like 2004, 2005, no, that's really funny. 2003 or four, whenever that album came out, he was trying. He was trying way too hard to be spooky, Marilyn Manson. Like, dude, you know, like, listen. The reason why uh, Antichrist is so good is because Trent Reznor wrote half the album, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Trent can't write an album like that anymore either. Because once you get to a certain no, point, you, so you can't. Too. Yeah, you can't go back. So like, there's a point in time where that is just who you are. That's not who he was anymore. So you got to move on from there. And he had a phenomenal band lineup, and half the band left him because he was a lunatic. So fucking he he lost his shit, and then Eat Me Drink Me comes out and he records. That he was just in a weird phase. Like nobody was. His, he went from being a sold out show in an arena act to he couldn't fucking sell out Lupos. Eat Me Drink Me because and, it's just nobody. Um, the, the, he lost the allure. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was I was going with you on that. Like Eat Me Drink Drink Me, and the two that came out after that, he was definitely some weird in space. And there's a lot of the controversies following him. I don't want to get into. Like you know. I'll, that, that, the show with his ex girlfriend Rachel Evan Wood. Yeah, or whatever, some, yeah, there's some stuff. You know, I have my own opinions on it, but I hope they both get through it okay. That's my opinion on it. But like, she um, seems to be doing just but, fine. She's on Westworld. Like, <laughs> a couple other things. Yeah, I mean, but I know like, you mean. Uh, yeah. The um, the Pale Emperor. I love that album. I, yeah, I love the. Uh, I a love lot the of people love that album, Ben, ben loves it too. It. It's weird. I can't get into that album. And, I, and, that, and that's and that's the thing with him now. He's, he's in that he's in that phase either, where it's like you either love him or you hate him. It's, you don't. It, there's yeah, not much else. That's it. I'd like to see him do more of that song. I agree. Hmm. If he if he brought in that like that gothic new wave era stuff, like he that's could the, do it very well. That's the only thing he's never done. He's never put out a full well. new What's wave the name gothic. Of that song? 
Don't Chase the Dead. Don't Chase the Dead. It's the third track on the album, I believe. It's the absolute best song on the album. And it's the only one yeah. that sounds like that. The rest of it sounds like the couple songs that he released. The, they all sound like... It's a lot of David Bowie in that. I, I can hear it. I don't There's know a lot of David Bowie, Bowie in that album. Well, Shooter, Shooter fucking Jennings produced it. And Shooter's yeah. great. I love a lot of yeah. Shooter Jennings stuff. So, and I, I enjoy more of his stuff now by writing more than anything now because, like, I, I rather use him as a muse for writing because of his subject matter and stuff like that. Yeah, so. his, his music is never going to not have its place in my life. You know? Yeah. The, the stuff that really matters, like, Andy Garcia Superstar, I've said this m- multiple times in the show, it changed my opinion of music. It changed my life. Yeah. It was really the first album that changed my life. It, it, it did something for me that, I don't know, not much else has been able to do that and you know a couple of nirvana albums of pantera stuff like it but that one album really took over everything that i wanted to be so uh yeah so marilyn Manson dropped an album it's he got lost in the shuffle i feel like because there wasn't a lot of hype behind the album it kind of just happened and then that was it was a it's, it's still like a debatable album because the the his fans that are still looking for Antichrist to come back like i accept the fact that Antichrist is not going to come back yeah i thought it'll come back with this one and then i, I was pleasantly surprised it didn't and it worked well the way it did <laughs> yeah it's it's a great album for for him i don't think i think the, the here's my observation of him like in knowing his earlier stuff and being inspired by like the way he says or views things um i'm not digging the controversy stuff anymore because i'm just like i'm beyond that and i think he's trying to be beyond that um because like you would never see Antichrist Superstar or Mechanical Animal or Mechanical Animals is too too controversial, but Antichrist in, in Hollywood or even Portrait you will not see anymore because I think he's changed so much. Yeah. He, he's like I think he's kinda like I'm tired of that type of lifestyle because he does get pinned on a lot of things. And then yeah. Columbine was one of them, you know, and, and that's it's not a good thing to have on you. Um sometimes it's not you want the art to speak for itself, you don't want it to be constant controversial because it's gonna be exhausting on you and, and well, especially else. nowadays, man. Now it's a different world. You know, a lot of the shit that he it was doing different. the stuff that made him a, a famous person back then now will get him arrested. That type of shock rock does not will not exist anymore today. It can't. Yeah, it and, can't. and it's, it's just... and it's not for the reasons why it was bad then. It's way different now. You know, like yeah. there's a lot of stuff it, 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 just I don't know man. It, it, what uh oh. I'm running low on battery. I'm, <gasps> how much time do I have left? Mm. <laughs> Shit, that's all right though. Uh, what are we almost two hours into this one? Uh, hour thirty-four. Hour 34. All right, so we gotta—I don't know. You guys can talk to Joe for a second. Let me find out how much battery we have. Uh, oh, it doesn't say on the screen. I'm finding it. I had him on full screen. Ooh. Yep. Hey, uh, what about mu- um, musically? Any questions for Joe? Oh, um, have you fucked with any of the live stream stuff that's come up? Have you messed with any of that stuff? Like, uh, like I did the every time I die live stream last weekend, and I—that br- was my Christmas gift to my mom and my sister. Like live concerts. Yeah, yeah, on the internet. Um, not, not the ones you pay for. I was gonna pay for the Trivium, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I missed it. But mm. I do see their, um, they did like, oh shit, what's it called? Um, they did two parts of it. It was like, it was like they played all their B sides and stuff. All the they played all songs they never play live or barely play live. Who's that? So that was really Trivium. That Trivium. Was, Trivium. Trivium, that yeah. was badass. That was really cool because I got obsessed with with uh, Matt Heafy's Twitch. Um, I just think he's an awesome, inspirational human being, and and lyrically and musically, and then and then them in the way they handle this pandemic and the way they handle. Now, live seeing as how it was live band. streamed, technically, can you rent it still? Like being a live performance, like you're not gonna miss it. 
I don't think so because no. like it's and Wednesday thirteenth is the same thing. They do it for so many so long because they want to make money off it. Gotcha. So I think they um you could probably you could probably find it YouTube I would bet. You could probably find you know, it uh, hacked or somebody has a copy yeah, of probably, it. Yeah. Probably probably somebody married it, yeah. And and a lot of these bands do too. They 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 free stream a lot of the older shows from last year too, or earlier or earlier twenty twenty to give the fans something to get through through so Shit, I, that every time i die i, I did it last because they do the big thing up in buffalo every year uh the mm -hmm. big show uh they even have uh their own actual city holiday on uh december 15th is every time i die day in buffalo new york if you guys don't know um legit like giving that to them by the city it's almost like they got the key to the city well, wu-tang's got their own street right yeah so similar to that so every time i died is the christmas thing and i went last year it was the first two-day thing and uh this dude hate six that i like or hate I can't remember whatever his name is. Is that the Big Jack dude? No, no, no. He, he, that's where that video came from. Yeah, the video okay, came yeah, from. Yeah, 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 that's where that video came from. Um, long story short, they recorded it professionally. The, the thing I went to last year with Rosie, they released the first day months ago. They released, they they saved the second day for the weekend of their like live telethon thing, like their live like show stream thing. So like mm -hmm. Friday night, you got to watch day two from last year. Saturday night, you got to watch a live telethon thing, whatever, which was pretty cool. And it was like more skits and shit than anything else. It was pretty fun, actually. But the live, like, I miss live music, dude. It's just all there is to it. It's coming yeah. back. It's going to be back. Soon no, everything will come back. Yeah. I think it'll come back. Now it's just like one day at a time at this point, and everything will get better. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to make well, a point about metal this year because your list has a little bit of crossover with Ed, but not enough. No crossover with me and Ray. I don't think me and Ray had any crossover. No, no. I looked at the big, the the five biggest metal websites. Their list had almost no crossover. Which is the first year in a long time. Yeah. Normally, yeah, there's yeah. There's, there's, That's wild. I mean, there's some, but not a, uh, usually. But this year, like, no crossover between everyone's list, which just tells you how crazy metal is right now. Yep. Yeah. Because, you know, if those bigger names that I love, I listen to all these years and then come out, I would probably find a lot more. I mean, I found a lot more of indie, indie or more yeah. underground uh, metal, but then I get I go to my comfort zone, you know, and then, like, uh, I'm, I'm sure there's some black metal I've gotten into that you guys would, would like. Um, actually, one of them is called Earth Rot. I think their album that came out this year is really freaking cool. Um, they're, like, a mixture of, like, progressive black metal and, and death and, like, you know, modern death metal whatnot yeah. so they're pretty cool I'm trying yeah, to think it's anybody just, else it's just Jesus. cool because i mean no matter what you like there's a lane for you to find great music yeah, yeah. and you can appreciate the other lanes that's what's right. even crazier right. because there's yeah. so many yeah. things nowadays like heavy music is just heavy music they're kind of like they're going away from the genre hate you know like yeah. which is really nice that's good that's good because it's, 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 that's a sick thing after a while because like metal needs to be more inclusive justice says that that's all the time yeah uh, jamie joss is like metal needs to be inclusive not exclusive and his other famous line which is very true high tide raises all ships and he's yeah. right yep like there's no yep. such thing as too many bands there's no such thing as too much content because there's always going to be a lane for somebody to like and enjoy so you just gotta respect it. Look, I still hate Five Finger Death Punch, but I get why people like it. Well, that's 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 a curse and a blessing at the same time because because there are so many lanes, it's kind of like wrestling or anything really. There's so many lanes now. Yeah. You're never gonna see a gigantic metal band again. True. Because there's so many lanes to choose for everyone. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> but it's it'll probably be create a healthier genre altogether. Yeah. It's going to be able to, I think what it's going to do is it's going to be able to make touring whenever that comes back that much more insane because now yeah. you're going to be able to fucking really enjoy like a mashup lineup instead of, I prefer the mixed lineups way more than band, five bands that sound exactly the same. I don't want five deathcore bands. I yeah. want fucking a deathcore band with a fucking punk thrash band with a fucking 
like oh, yeah. I, I want I want a mixed lineup because you don't want to sit there for five hours hearing the same fucking sound for five yeah. hours. If you get a mix of things, you're gonna get way more enjoyment out of it. You're gonna have way more fun, and then maybe there's a band that you don't know about. Like Slayer did that really well on their final leg of tours, where they brought like a mix of bands. You know, mm-hmm. I remember when I saw them at the Mohegan Sun. I went to take a piss and like fuck right after uh, Behemoth played. And Behemoth isn't my cup of tea either because I think they're kind of boring to be honest. I think they're good for what they do, but they're a little boring. Yeah. But live, they're phenomenal. They're a live show, right? And I remember they're amazing live. I've seen them twice live. It's a show. Sick. Yeah, they're yeah. a show, right? Exactly. Flames and everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember going to the bathroom afterwards and, like, all these crusty old metal dudes that had, like, Black Sabbath t shirts on were like, shit about it. Yeah, we're like, oh, what the fuck garbage was that? Why the fuck they have face paint on? What the fuck is this horse shit? Bring so a fucking it? slayer. Like, come on, guys. Who were they with that they were crusty old metal dudes there? They smelled like like. I mean, who who who, who was playing with them? Who was playing with them? Yeah. Why were they Slayer. even? There? Oh, Slayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Slayer, Slayer, and Anthrax. There you go. And you're gonna get that yeah. at almost any show, though. Yeah, I that mean, that lineup was Slayer, Lamb of God, Anthrax, Behemoth, and fucking I can't remember. The who dudes the that was. like love Slayer, and I, I like Slayer too, but the guys like the Slayer guys think metal ended in 1987. Joe earmuffs. They think metal ended in 1987. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you're not wrong though. But that's that's really the case though. Like, and that's 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 that crowd. Like, if you go to like, well, an they want to hear their favorite album. Yeah, and you, you go to, to a- see a show and they're playing their new album. The band, just, I mean, the people in the crowd, they just want to hear their first album. They don't want to hear. The, they're there to promote their new album. Yeah, and yeah. then the other thing with that is, is you know, like I went to see Corn and Alice in Chains last year, right? And like, you get a mix. Of, those shows are kind of wild because you get the mix, right? Because you get the people who enjoy Alice in Chains with a new singer, then you get the fucking uh, the new guy. Yeah, then you get the people who enjoy all of Corn, and like, but you can tell the, the the classic songs are still the classic songs. They hit the oh no, oh no, we lost Joe. Hold on, hold on. Battery dead. Battery dead. Just hit pause real quick. Yeah, you no, want this? Transfer over right That's over what to I'm the gonna phone do. we'll just keep going. I'm going to pull them right up. Do so you we want can this? Fix. Yeah. So the laptop battery died. Not that it really matters because uh, we just did that so we could all see each other, but we're going to transition over to the phone real quick. We can still get the do you audio need this? Back. No, I need no. this. No. Joe, we lost you for a second. Hold on. My computer battery died. Battery died. My battery died on my computer. Hold on. Luckily, Facebook is on both and... Hey, now it's just me though. You're gonna only have to stare at my ugly mug. You know, if this was a um, visual interview, you should have seen the look of my face when you guys froze. It was hilarious. Would have been been like, (gasps) (laughs) but what's uh, what's awesome is um, we can do this fucking amazing thing where we can just throw my phone plugged in real quick and uh, at least finally finish (laughs) off the episode. Oh shit! Oh, you brought a fucking little. How do I do this little thing that comes up? up? Okay. Hold on, Joe. You're going to... Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, it's tight. I'm a fucking... <laughs> Good. Well, Ed isn't. <laughs> fuck you, man. What the fuck? You want to change the angle? Hold those two red buttons in. Fuck, fuck you, man. What the fuck? But Ed isn't. You're not wrong. My, my, you know... All right, can you see it? Can you see all of us now? I don't know. You're good. You can okay. see you, buddy. I mean, you can see me. It sounds <laughs> way better also. Yeah. It doesn't have all that shit in the background. Yeah. It's, it's because my... Really yeah, yeah, connected yeah. directly. Yeah, my, yeah. The, the most modern technology. My, my computer's like fucking five or six. Years. I got to do it. I think part of it is the the USB too. You're probably picking up the fan from the computer also. Mm. True. Oh, I never even thought of that. Yeah. Well, uh, and that mic is picking up all the sounds from what's going on. No, yeah. actually, no, that's not picking up that. Yeah, because now we don't hear anything from no. you. No, that's weird. I didn't even thought of that. Joe, talk real quick. Just say, yes. We don't hear any background noise now. Shit, we should have been doing it. Like no, this well, whatever. I'm still gonna use the computer for it because yeah. in the long run, maybe that noise that whole time was more 
I don't know. <laughs> it, might, it might have been the fan on that computer. Who knows? Yeah, it might have been. I never even thought of that. Either way, well, now we can. Ray can't really see, but you can see. You me see the fancy there. little thing, huh? Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Dumb. If we push, actually, if we got rid of uh, the computer, just shut the computer, Ray. Put it right. And put that top. right on top of that. Push it back a little more. Not much more, but well, yeah, you can now you can see. He wants to make sure that he you can see him. Is what it's going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you want to see Steve's bald fuck, head? Fuck you, Steve. Yeah, Steve's bald head. Yeah, we had a little technical difficulty. This is I brand new to us. I my face all the way. There we go. Actually, that looks better too. Like the camera, even. I mean, yeah. I figured it would, but do we look at or sound any different? Probably not, right? No. For you, I bet not. No. Yeah. Yeah. You can hear us. Could you hear us better before? Because the the other one, I can hear you a little better before. But okay, so yeah, he could hear us better. Yeah. So that's what we got to remember. For them, it's better, which yeah. is probably good. Because it. So I had an external mic hooked up for um, for you with the last one. Now I'm probably gonna have to shout yeah. a little bit more, so I'm gonna yeah. don't oh, talk so, directly into the yeah, mic. Yeah, so yeah. he's probably just hearing you through the phone mic right now. Right, which yeah, is yeah. which is what's going on, which is fine. Luckily, modern technology, you can probably hear us pretty well. I think I have a thing that we can fix that with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, which we'll work on. It's good to have both. Yeah. Um, I should have been smart enough to bring out my charger for that fucking laptop and just kept it plugged in. But next time, trial and error. This is the first one, so. If you're with us this far, where where were we uh, when we lost Joseph? Uh, you were talking about the crusty old Slayer guys. Crusty old Slayer guys, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. It really doesn't matter. We're moving on. <laughs> yeah, we're moving on. I don't have my notes anymore. I had notes that that I wanted to like touch on. So now that's the one problem with me not having my phone. Is yeah, I, I don't have. Well, the, we probably went through most of them anyway, we, right? We went through all of them, to be honest with you. But now we're just chilling out with Joe. Um, <laughs> Uh, what was I gonna say? I was gonna ask you something else about uh, the live show thing. Fuck, I can't remember. God damn it! I don't know. It doesn't matter. Hey, Joe, while we have you uh, on an interview mode, what's your favorite cheesesteak? You live in Philly. Shit, you know, I just had Tony Luke's yesterday. It's still pretty good, but it's not like my went... favorite like it was my first. Are you next to the spot where there's a cheesesteak place across the street from a cheesesteak place and they're both competing <laughs> against each other? Dude, I am 50, I'm a 15-minute walk from that place. I have yeah. Geno's and Pat's, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And I've had Which one do you like Pat's, better out of Pat's, Pat's and Geno's? I've had Geno's, yeah. I've had Pat's. Yeah. I think Pat's is pretty good. So are yeah. uh, you know, Philly cheesesteaks actually better than just any old cheesesteak? Well, probably 100%. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I okay. think there's a certain way. There's a certain way they, they cut the steak. There's a way they put the cheese. These prime it changes, rib. It changes everything. They use yeah. a they use a different cut of beef than we do. Ah, okay. We use we use shaved steak. We use like a like a shittier like a almost like a rump roast. Yeah. This place in Rhode Island do a very decent cheesesteak, but it has to say cheesesteak. Yeah. Yeah, but they, it's yeah. not it's not the same. We have steak and cheese. Nah. It's steak. It's shaved steak. Yeah. What they have down there, they use prime rib. They use prime rib or uh, roast mm-hmm. beef essentially, and then they just cook it a little extra tender, so it's like fully cooked. Yeah. So it's a more tender cut of beef. So like the steak in the sandwich is different and. There aren't I, sizes. Like you don't ask you for a, a large, fucking, and you, you get, get a, a fucking sandwich. You get a cheese steak. That's it. Yeah. So they're expensive. I got a couple. What, do you I got do a couple the, local places that do a great job? Do you do the? Do you fuck with that cheese whiz bullshit though? Like, were they all eat down there? Do only you know? one. Only one. Only one bar I do that. They they have the cheese whiz. I know. I normally don't, but they. Um, I was like, what the hell? I'll give it a shot. It is probably one of my favorite cheesesteak sandwiches. Yeah. Okay. What about uh, yeah. so? You, what do you do normally? Provolone or American? One of those. I, I'm an American cheese. Either guy. one. Yeah. Either one. I like American cheese personally, but. That's me. That's the way I like things, guys. So go fuck yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Tony Luke's actually. When I went down for your wedding, that's what I had. I got a shirt from there too because uh, oh. Man versus Food did his challenge there or whatever. Yeah. And fucking, uh, I thought that place was great personally, but 
the company I had with me bought a fucking chicken sandwich. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm not going to give them that because who knows who's going to listen to this. But the company I had with me that didn't get to go to Joe's wedding because I made her stay in the hotel room. <laughs> she wasn't invited to the wedding. She just helped me pay for all the tolls. Uh, you know, we're not going to get into that. But that person got a chicken sandwich. Fucking dummy. Who, who who goes to fucking Philly and doesn't like it was one of the most popular Philly cheesesteak places that doesn't get a Philly cheesesteak? Yeah, right. Fucking asshole. No wonder why you fucking didn't last. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Joe's laughing because he knows who it is. <laughs> That's the best part. That's the best part. Anyways, not like any of that matters, Joe. Uh what was I gonna ask you? I was gonna ask you something else. Um I'm trying to find some Shutter shit now. I want to now. I want to watch some horror movie shit. Um, what else do we have for Joe before we let him go? Any other questions? Uh, any, off anything? The top else? of my head, I don't have anything. I think that's, I think that's uh, wrapping up most of it. Last uh, book question. You had a couple questions that you fucking you didn't ask, and I've been dying to hear you. What? Yeah. Ask him if he. Uh, well, first I was going to ask him: Have you ever smoked weed and wrote? No. No. So no, you don't I won't, use. Uh... That won't help I, you. Yeah, I can have a couple of beers on writing, and, I, and it's mostly coffee, a lot of coffee. Yeah. No, uh, no yeah. edibles, no uh, mushrooms, no nothing while writing. No, because no. like I'm already, I'm already easygoing guy and very laid back. I can't like that stuff would just um, take you outside take of your it, your box. No, it'll just it'll just shut things down. I won't be able to think straight. It'll gotcha. Just, I just want to just chill, and that stuff is like more of like relax and shut the world down type of thing. Take. You know, you know, take down anxiety or whatever type of thing, you know, but not for writing. No yeah. way. But that's me. Nobody's different. Have you thought about uh, writing romance novels? Hell no. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> that's the question I've been waiting yeah. for. I know. I that know. should have been there oh, during the interview. Part. No. Yeah. And you know what? I probably could make some money. Do- I just can't do it. And that was just a no. rip. But, yeah. That was more of a fun thing. No. You're welcome, Steve. No, you want, you want a messed up love story? Read Jessica's Infidelity. Yeah. There that you one. go. Yeah, we definitely got to get that, man. <laughs> All right, Joe, let's wrap this up. We got to go on. We got to record an entire other show, so we're going to fucking yeah. wrap this up with you. Um, cheers, my friend. Thank cheers. you very much for being cheers, part guys. of this. Cheers. It's been good, man. Hey, cheers. cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Uh, cheers, cheers, buddy. Um, cheers. We, you know we love you, and uh, I'll text you in a little while once we're done here, and uh, I feel like this came out really well. Realistically, this does sound way better. It does, yeah. And now I'm cleaner. I'm a little bummed. What's up, Mom? You want to say hi to Joe Walsh? Hey, Joe Walsh. He's, you can see him on my phone right there. Hi. Carrot. Merry Christmas. Hi. How are you? Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, here. You want to say hi? You, you, you can't hear him. Oops, sorry. It's Couldn't okay. hear you. Yeah. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Very good. Good. Nice to see yeah, you. Yeah, alive and well. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> can't ask for more than that, right? That's right. That's right. Happy New Year. You too. Bye. <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap this one up. All right, Joe. God hates Joe Walsh. We love you. Uh, God bless, brother. Uh, happy New Year. And um, guys, thank you. We'll talk real soon. We'll get you back on. On we're gonna you too. We, keep we, it we metal. Gotta, keep it safe. Oh fuck yeah. it. We got to work on uh, being able to share music with you. I have a couple ideas. Now that we have, uh, I think I might. I, I think might I think we got it. I think we'll we're gonna be able to figure it out. So cheers, man. Uh, we'll see you cheers, soon. Guys. Tell Colleen I said what's up, and uh, we love you. Have a good one, Joe. Take it easy, brother. Have a good one.